Hey everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailed Fuzz TV. I am Peter and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up people? And Connor's here as well. I was like a lot less neutral than usual. It was like <laughs> al- almost like it, it was a proper introduction. It's almost. Almost. It's getting there. You're right. getting into the Christmas spirit. I love that Matt's yawning less than a minute into the show. It's a good sign. Yep. It's a good yeah. sign. One of those I, I'd rather large breakfast, so it's <laughs> still kind of settling. You know, one one would argue I didn't need the beans with the breakfast burrito, but you know what? I got them. I, I think you always do. Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. We so this is what happens when the wife leaves you alone to go early shopping with with her family, and this is like you're on your own. <laughs> like, all right, uh, breakfast burrito with beans. It is. That that story had everything. It had had a setup, had payoff, had a twist. Yeah. It was everything. Mm-hmm. The twist being the beans. We thought about comics on this show, uh, coming up on this week's show, because DC, for some reason, like putting most of their books on weeks two and four, and this is week four. So, because of that, coming up on this week's show, Heroes in Crisis, issue three, Aquaman, Justice League, Drowned Earth, issue one. Which, oh, I hate that title. Because it's just yeah. slash, slash issue six. Slash issue six, slash issue two, slash Whatever beta. Whatever it's actually on, yeah. yeah. Um... Detective Comics 993, Action Comics 1005, Wonder Woman 59, The Flash 59, Batgirl 29, Justice League Odyssey number 3, The Terrifics number 10, Titans 30, The Silencer 11. And that's it. That's, that's, that's the whack. So that's 11 books. Hell of a week. Uh, you know, I, I had every intention on, on trying to get caught up on Silencer, <laughs> but DC decided, like, now nah, here, we're going to give you a bunch of major books. Yeah, well, so I was just saying about getting caught up on Titans, and it, it yeah. just it just didn't quite happen. Well, here is I know this is like a, a like a galaxy brain move, right? This this is maybe thinking outside the box. If you suggest doing it on the quieter weeks, there's there's good reasons that we didn't, presumably. <laughs> presumably, I assume I was busy. I'm just saying, I had the idea last week as we were talking because Silencer yeah. is going to be ongoing. It's like one of the only. New Age books to, Not to survive. To yes. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should start back at one and retry this thing. They seem to enjoy it. Well, Matt, next week is a good week to start because you get yeah. less books. Do you know what? Do you know what my problem is? Mm-hmm. Is that I forget that I haven't read them, and then it gets to the new week of the the next issue yeah. on a week four, and I see the next issue and go, oh yeah, I should probably catch up with that. This is Every poor, time. This is poor planning. That's that's all this is. <laughs> Screw you. Poor well, I was saying, I had to, to, to start. I, I would have at least had like two issues read yeah. by now. But no, it's every time I thought I was in the clear with the comics, I'd go back and go, oh no, there's still this one to read. Yeah, well, weeks, weeks one and three, Matt. There's your windows to do some mm-hmm. catch up. You say that. There's new books next week. Which, books you know, we'll get to later. Oh, we'll there, get is. Later. there is. There is. On. It's it's maybe not the usual small week one that we're, that we're typically. I mean, there's there's two ones I'm adding for sure. It's still kind of quiet. I don't know what the second number one is. I'm like, well, I'll find it later. But I'm looking at my list for next week, and I'm only seeing you, one. You it involves a manhunter from Mars. Yeah, I've got that it one. Involves, 
and, and it involves the power of a magic word. So there's there's two number ones. Oh, it's because I get pushed. Yeah, okay, that's that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That, that 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 was not the original week for Shazam. Not even by a long shot. No, it's, but... it, it is. But oh, two new books plus another thing that got pushed to next week. It's not. It's no longer a small week. <laughs> a small illness. I'm not reading Deathstroke anymore, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I kind of slipped, so I guess I'm not either. Oh well, there they go. Had it here first, folks. Deathstroke has been has been not almost cancelled. It's just been cancelled on comics yeah. in the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of news. We got one thing. We don't have any real big news this week, but there was some teasing on Twitter from Bendis uh, that Ryan Sook has got one more issue of Action Comics. And then Epting's coming out of the book, and God damn it! <laughs> and then yeah, and then Sook is still working with King on a super secret DC project of some kind. Bendis. What did I say? With King. I said with King. Sorry, King. King the bread. The first book today is by King. I'm looking at his name, uh, but with Bendis. And Matt, when I said this, but we were bringing this up just sort of in passing before we started recording. Matt said, "Oh, Leviathan." Um, I don't think it is because if, if you go back to the tease and whatever whatever issue had that that tease with your secret project Leviathan on the desk mm-hmm. at the start, it said that it started in action. I think one thousand seven. So I think whatever the secret project has is separate from. I don't know. So if that that could start in one thousand seven, but so it could be working on it and getting ahead so that when it's ready, it can spin out. I mean, it could be, but that's assuming it's Superman related. Well, no, it is, but just, I'm just saying your logic just doesn't... Just knowing, knowing how mind. Bendis works and how he was at Marvel, mm. uh, this could be his first, like, miniseries event thing. Yeah. You know? So, Here's and, the thing. and it could start there, like Connor's saying, and then, you know, become a, a world... Not worldwide, but line-wide thing. I'm not 100% sure that the Leviathan that he's talking about is Leviathan the group in DC. It could be. I mean, if we're going to get Superman versus Kaiju, cool. So that's what—that's the other place my brain goes to with the word Leviathan, <laughs> you know. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but um, I, I just—I I don't know. I—I I, I almost think it's—it's it's a, it's a bait and switch. I almost think he's—he's he's messing with us with that tease. So I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure if Leviathan actually refers to w- what the villain is going to be, or if it's just no, no, no. Leviathan just fits as a title for the story because of what what it's about. So I don't know. Um. I'm curious. I just hope it doesn't infect my books too much. Oh, I hope it does. I hope it's, it's, I hope Epting being on uh, was action. Yeah, uh, it's not enough. Is enough to to it, draw Connor. Do you know what it is enough to do? It's enough for to make me when I go to the shop, just flick through and look at the pretty pictures, and then put it back without reading any of the words. <laughs> I was thinking about Mario being so upset that Bendis and Epting are working on a DC book. And him, him going to the shop and begrudgingly buying it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, funny. Dear. Um, but yeah, so, so he, was, he, was, he was teasing that on Twitter today. Uh, so I, I thought that was worth mentioning because it's like, okay, so Ben's has got an event or a mini or, or maybe an ongoing, but probably not. Could be uh, just another book. Because he's got Young Justice coming in, in January yeah. as well. Plus he's got all these things yeah. all these all these uh i don't know how he does it what, like, what's, what's the name of his imprint again um jinx world there you go that's yeah, the he, one he's got he's got those as well so i kept wanting to call it scarlet i was like no that's a book i, I did as well yeah oh <laughs> um, but yeah 
I don't seriously. I don't know how he does. It. I know. I know he can prep everything and like be ready for things. But there's just... a handful of them, isn't there? Like him, uh, Sol, Lemire. It's just here you go. Here's ten books at once. Yeah. So... And sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Yeah. yeah. See, dog agrees with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Very violently right as it happens. Yes. So the cat likes to mess with the Christmas tree, right? Mm-hmm. And now the dogs are on guard because they don't like the cat. So the cat goes down to mess with the tree, and the dogs are like, nope, not today. So it's been... It's oh, been... it's going to be a long month. Oh, big time. Because now the tree's by the stairs where the cat can easily just get to it, right? At multiple levels. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> this feels probably thought out. <laughs> Well, that was the only place to put. <laughs> I got One minute, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never to mute this time. Yeah. That yeah. makes a change. That's not always. That makes a change. <laughs> so, I was watching a silent little movie there for a second. Oh, it still is. Oh, 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 Jesus. Things are serious. Oh, oh he's, he's storming off. Um, oh, the dog's out after him. Oh, the, the big dog, the, the grand dog, who's like the, the head honcho. <laughs> Thunder dog. Thunder dog, yes. Uh, follow them out afterwards. <laughs> Good oh. to deal with the delinquents. I like how we're just keep running audio commentary for the for the audio listeners. Well, I don't want to start the first book with those, so yes, what we're doing. I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll catch up. It's only Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> oh, was that something spooky? I think it was like a ghost or something yeah. there for a split second. Just, yeah. just the corner of the screen. Oh, man. What if there's a demon in the Christmas tree? Well, maybe that's why the cat wants to attack it. The cat can sense there's something bad in the tree. What, and the dog wouldn't? No, the dog would know first. The cat's smarter than the dog. The ghost first. Here's the thing. Cat's up in the room on the other side of this door. I don't know what they're barking at. <laughs> oh, they're barking at some spirit. Told, guys. told you the dogs know first. There's a poltergeist in the, in the tree. That's what I'm saying. She's sitting on the couch just barking at things. Dogs know first. What did I say? I don't like it. All right, let's move on to books. To talking about comic books, that's what we typically do here. Uh, at the ten minute mark, man, even with that that rambling, that was still qu- quicker than usual. Um, that's what happens when there's no news or solicits. Sales figures or sales figures. Hey, sales figures are a once a month treat, Matt. Once a month treat. Uh, uh, sure. Trick or treat. Hey, if you want to talk about sales figures some more this week, I'm more than happy to get back into that that well. Sales figures are the deco wafers of, of treats. It's like somebody eats them, but I don't want them. <laughs> Peach just over there lapping them up. Oh, sales figures He's are like, great. oh, you don't want the deco wafers? I'll take them. They're a hit with, with, with the audience as well, may mm. I add. I think I they only enjoy the fact that me and Matt hate them. I don't think they actually like the figures themselves. <laughs> Ah, maybe a little column A, a little column B. Either reason's yeah. valid, though. So, that's okay. I disagree. Me too. <laughs> Fine. Overruled. Moving on to books. Uh, <laughs> starting off this week with the next in the current ongoing event, which is Heroes in Crisis. This is issue three. Tom King writing. We've got Clayman and Lee Weeks on art. Um... So this issue focused on the final day or days of Sanctuary with Booster arriving and we see Wally and we see Lagoon Boy. 
and what their therapy was kind of entailing on the last day or so before the the murder yep. happened. The murder came to town. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I can't get a beat on this book. I said that and and on the thread. Um. And that's not good or bad. Just I came into this book thinking it was going to be akin to a crisis, right? Where mm. it's going to be this big story, which it is. And, you know, by issue three, we're going to know the major, you know, things. And we still don't, as far as I'm concerned. This, this, this is 12 issues, right? Oh, nine issues. Oh. So we're, we're a third through. And I feel mm-hmm. still like I have no opinion on this book. Yep, me too. I know the art's great. Oh, yeah. I know that much. Like, I'm enjoying the art. Uh, oh, can't, the, can't fault so, the art. No, the, the art no, the, immaculate. The pages here, and I, I didn't look who, who did which page, but, like, the breakdowns here, how they're done in the grid style. Yeah, uh, I think like, I think Clayman did just the, the grid pages at the start of the end, and okay. the rest is weeks. Yeah, yeah, and then weeks, so... There, there's a panel or a page where Booster's talking to himself, and I'm reading it, going, "Well, which one's the real Booster?" Because it's, it's you know, the Kryptonian technology that mirrors, you know, it gives you what you want to see. And over the course of that page, I bounce back and forth which one was the real Booster. Um, That's interesting because I always thought I had the right one. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. And then the chaos starts to happen and things get mixed up, and I just thought like. That was a really fun page. Like that was, I, I felt like the, the art combined with the story. Neither neither was a heavy lifter there. Like it was beautifully yeah made I, together. I think there's a lot of single pages in this issue that are great on their own. Just about yeah. everything with Wally, like in the VR with these kids. It was like, Gosh. oh come on, stop breaking my heart, King. Stop it. Stop this the, right now, you bastard. <laughs> I didn't want to be alone. That's why he's at Sanctuary. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm not going to say if I cried or not, but it I mean, it hit. I'll say this though, obviously we've mentioned since the start that time travel to fix this is a possibility because of Booster Gold. Oh. That this, this issue has clearly introduced another out, that all of this is VR, right? Yep. <laughs> That's another out now. We have two outs at the end so of this. So far, the only, the only lasting thing I can see from this is the death of, of Roy. No, Because no. it's been impacted. If if this is VR, which I, I don't think it can be, given like what Matt's saying there, that you know we've seen Roy's death affect other areas of the world. No, that's so that, true. That's true. And um, if it is VR, who's in Sanctuary experiencing this? Whose whose VR experience is this? Mm-hmm. Harley, because she's the killer. Is she? She's here's my take. <laughs> she looks she's a killer. A killer. There's not a killer. just one. Sure, okay. Yeah, they all killed each other. A bit of chaos. Like, I can see I that. think, yeah, something. But I definitely think time travels with... As far as Booster's concerned, I think that by the end of this, we'll get an, you know a classic interpretation of Booster. I think whatever his issues are, were will be fixed. And I feel that's King telling that story. Actually, just... Started just with the gift. To go back to something that we sort of brought up there for a second ago is that Roy's death has been mentioned in other books. Mm-hmm. It's had a, a knock-on effect. Has oh. Wally's death actually been mentioned outside of this book? There was a... No, there were no. there were potential allusions to it in Flash. Yeah. But it is... I mean, the books that Roy has been mentioned dead in are the ones that... You know, it has to have. They're the ones that directly affected it. 
Wally's death only really has to affect the Flash in the same way that, that yep. Roy's has affected, you know, Green Arrow. Because Dick to, being shot in, to, in Batman has had its effects, right? Yeah, to an through, extent. Through because cause if you think about it, the, the cover on this week's Titans, which we'll talk about later, um, is yeah. the photo of the Titans, and Wally's crossed out just like Dick and Roy are, right? As if they've That's been true. Yeah. knocked off. And but, thematically... But he was already off that team. Right, like that was like the the of the team members that were there. But they're all right? off the team. Everyone in that photo was off the team except Donna. Right, and the the other ones aren't crossed off. I didn't look at it closely. No. Yeah, because Garth's oh. not crossed off. Uh, Lilith's not crossed off. Um, so, I mean, nothing in the book has them say talking about Wally. None of them know about Wally, no. and yet they, they know about Roy. About- Right, they do talk about Roy. Yeah, Donna yeah. knows it. Donna, Donna, in this very issue, that's speaking main, main so, of spoilers for yes. for Titans. If you're not going to if you're going right. to skip that one later, but uh, you know, Donna admits that she went to a funeral for Roy. But why does it make sense that she knows about Roy, but she it's doesn't know Wally. about Wally? Which makes you think that Wally, he, maybe something happens to Wally in Sanctuary, but he's not dead. But Roy is. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Roy's dead, but yeah. Wally's not. For sure. Because I never thought about this before, but it's actually a really good point. Why does Donna know that Roy is dead and there's been a funeral for Roy, but no one seems to have mentioned Wally? And it's fine if you say the Flash is set before everyone finds it. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I, I forgot about Titans. But Roy honestly. and Wally were found at the same time. So if there's a funeral for, for Roy with Donna and other heroes there for that, then how can they possibly not know and mention about Wally? So here's the thing, in, in those, does she say that he was murdered, that Roy was murdered, or that he just died? To be fair, no, she never does. It's always just Roy is I'm, dead. I'm trying to think back to the Green Arrow funeral yeah. issue. I don't think they ever specify because how he died. I, I, I could see that, you know, sanctuary happens, but not really, right? But Roy ended up dying of an overdose. Yeah, what if Roy commits suicide and, by, the, by the end of this? Or break? something I, I like that. See, yeah. Yeah, and that's why of, Ollie... Yeah, we get everyone back to life, but then Roy goes again. Yeah, Roy either either intentionally kills himself or, right. I mean, which one's sadder is I mean up for debate, I suppose. Yeah, but Some, someone really doesn't like Roy. Either way, Ollie would be raw and feel upset with himself for letting him down, yeah. whether he was murdered or it's an OD or a suicide or whatever. It, that, this is interesting. I, yeah. I, this is this is insane. I never thought of this until we started talking about this. Yeah. But Donna, because especially when she's talking about the group in Titans as a group, and she's like, oh, but Dick gone. And I have to admit, I was at Roy's funeral the other day. How can you not mention Wally? You have to know if they, if they were found together dead, like we saw in this book. How could mm-hmm. she not know that? As well? Why would they keep that one a secret? Why, why would they, oh, Roy's dead, by the way, but we'll keep it the other ones, right. you know, on the down low. <laughs> like, right. doesn't make sense. So, and, and I think other characters can die out of this, right? I just think that there's more to going on with Wally. Oh, sure. There's a bunch and... of D-listers on the back page that I think are all fair game to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Basically, they, everyone They could have just been listed as, as red yeah. shirt number one, you know? Like, yeah. at a certain point. But, like, yeah. And I feel it, it, it's, I don't say weird, but I want to know what, what King's whole, whole spotlight on the Goon Boy was. Like... And I know that sounds harsh, but this is the most I've ever cared about Lagoon Boy. And King, oh, yeah. King was a fan of the Young Justice show. Yeah. 
Yeah, which obviously well, not just that because he he refers to something that happened in in what's it pre Flashpoint Teen Titans. Like yeah, I assu- yeah, I assumed this was based on something that happened, but I, I didn't recognize what yeah. he was referring to. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like uh, that was a story I read. You know, when he was he was on the Titans for like a hot minute, you know, and like so I appreciate King doing all that homework, but then turning around and making me care about Lagoon Boy, like that that panel where he inflates himself like a pufferfish, he's like, "Oh, well, that's new." Yeah. Well, that's a good thing though, right? I mean, you sound like you're complaining, yeah. but it's a good thing you care about Lagoon yeah. Boy. It's, it's kind of like, I know. one of the things about Identity Crisis that always gets me is how, in the first issue of that book, it made me care so much about Dimney, and so much about his wife. Two characters who, before I read that, I mean, I mean, they existed, they were fine, I didn't really think well, about it was, them. It was Plastic Man and, you know, Plus, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Elongated Man, it's like, well, why do we need Elongated Man when we have Plastic Man? It, like, it made them a character, I think, for all, all the things you can levy at this book, uh, if, if you want to, for, for you know... Because I, I I do feel like this is one where if you read it as a whole at the end, it's probably going to work a lot better than it is month to month. Yeah. Well, because I don't feel like it's paced to be a mystery. I feel like, well, maybe if it is paced to be a mystery, but once all the pieces come out, then it pulls together. But not in a mystery in that way like Identity Crisis was, where you're piecing it together yeah, alongside not, Batman. It's, it's not like there's a red know? herring in every issue that's like, hey, this could no. be the killer or this it's could be a, that. Right. It's just a little frustrating to read monthly in that yeah. in individual moments are pretty good. But then, you know, like I said, we're a third of the way through the book and I don't feel like I've gotten anything out of it yet. Well, Joe, Joe, the thing is, is that I feel like this is one where you could say, oh, this is probably better as an event graphic novel. But because of the way the industry works, we don't have event graphic novels. We have out-of-continuity graphic novels, and we have if it's something that's in continuity, yeah. it has to be a, you know, a, a, a serialized book. It has to be you know single issues. It's the sort of thing that I feel like maybe if we'd waited and got you know let the artist finish it and put this out weekly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the next best thing. I, I get okay. We can't do a graphic novel, but right. I I feel monthly this is kind of a drag in in the sense of the the pacing. Uh, and it reads entirely too fast for a monthly book. Like yeah, that's what I was going to say. Book- I mean, you can say yeah. the pacing's a drag and the and the weight between the issues is a, is a drag. Yeah. But the actual pacing in the book is super fast. Like I, I read this so I, quick. No, no, I don't mean the reading pace. Yeah. I mean the story pace. In yeah. terms of no, where we, we're, we're three yeah. issues in, and I feel like we've done but, nothing yet. But yeah, but I feel like we get through it, and we read it, and it reads all fast, and now we have to wait another month for the yeah. next one, or a month plus, whatever whatever it ends up being. It's so, actually been pretty consistently on week yeah, four. That's a month, yeah. yeah. It, it moved to week five that one month, because it was a week five, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I won't criticize it for that. It's been consistent so far. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's where I hear a lot of people, like a, a friend of mine at the shops, like, yeah, I, I'm done with it. I don't have time for this. And it's, I fully understand that. But... It's a huge difference between this and the other event going on right now in, in Doomsday Clock, in that where it's two months plus between issues. Yeah. And every single one I'm satisfied. Yeah, every every single one of those is a full meal. Um, they're doing very different things. And the funny yeah. thing is, is that... I think this is a pretty well-written book. Like, I actually... I, I have faith that by the time we get to the end of this, I'm going to look back in this and think it's a really well-orchestrated story. Is, is it perfect for monthly single issues? I I mean, I don't know. Because th- th- this, this chapter specifically feels like it was a very, very quick slice. And, yeah. But almost everything in it I liked. Um, 
I know some people some people love to complain about you know it was kind of like how in the last issue people were complaining oh Harley can take on the Trinity and then this one it was like oh she can hit a speedster in the head with a hammer and you know it should move out the way and I'm like yeah I don't yeah you can complain about that I don't know it's, I'm just it's a critique I, but that's one I'm over because otherwise speedsters never have any villains exactly yeah yeah we, right. we, we well it's also all like time. this with with Kane he's earned it as a writer to tell the story he wants to tell and I can suspend my disbelief enough that. Yeah. They're at this place in Sanctuary where mentally they're unstable. That's why they're there, right? They're experiencing trauma. So they're not on their A game. So, you know, that doesn't work for the Trinity, but here for the Speedster... I mean, for... he is literally holding his best friend's dead body. Exactly, yeah. Right. He's not looking yeah. at her as well. It comes from behind, for the record. Yeah. So He's so... not really paying attention to the outside right. world. I mean, it's kind of how Deathstroke attacked Kid Flash... Back in John's Titans, where he got him to freeze for a half second, you yeah, know, and that was enough. So, yeah, that's enough, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I understand critiques on this, and like my friend that's just over it, he'll probably come back to when yeah, it's you I, know time. I've I've been the the most negative of us three here consistently mm -hmm. out of the three issues. I think there are problems. I don't think it's a badly written book. I don't think I've ever said that. No. Um. I jo do not think it works as a monthly book jo at jo all. Joey jo jo King reminds me of sometimes, and this happens with some of his Batman arcs as well. Um, and it's worked really well with Mister Miracle because it is this smaller character, and he's doing this this great thematic, you know, study of depression. Right? Is that King reminds me of like a filmmaker who's a bit more art house, who gets given the keys to a big franchise, and then some of us who love good movies love that weird you know that entry yeah. but some other people hate like some people swear that azkaban is the best harry potter movie but there are some fans who think that's the worst movie because it's the weird one oh, they're no. just wrong because Az <laughs> azkaban is the best and that's and just the, the best that's the first so, example i could think of even though I, i'm not a big harry potter guy i don't really no, give a shit it, it probably no, is the best movie because it's cool but, on, but... he's you know king's kind of like denny villeneuve right where he can come in sure and he can do these 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 big blockbustery feeling things, but then you know, like Arrival, right? It it's an alien kind of. That, this is movie. true. Yeah, Jeff Johns right? does your Independence Day. Tom King does your Arrival. Right. <laughs> right. That's and they're both dealing with the same thing. It's just in the way they choose to handle it. Yeah. And it's... that, you know. Yeah. I feel like you know you mentioned Mr. Miracle. I feel like that's a very fair comparison to this book in the way in mm. the, the style of story but that it each... is. But each of those felt like a like like Peter said. It feels like a meal, each, right? Each issue had a thematic point for that issue. Yeah, and this is right. what it's doing. Because here, that, I feel that was my biggest problem with the final issue is that it was a bit kind of greatest hits. Yeah, and here, here I feel like these like Heroes in Crisis is like a slice of pizza, right? Where who do you know that eats just one slice of pizza? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the the that that analogy is a little bit broken because one slice of pizza is still satisfying. On its, like you still you don't feel like you're missing part of the pizza by just having one me. slice. It still <laughs> tastes just as good, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's maybe more akin to getting a bite of pizza. Sure, I guess I just you know I feel like a I better like I feel like a better analogy might be a sandwich, but you're only getting like one. You know, it's like so issue one is just the bottom slice of bread. Right, and you're like, okay, it's good, good bread, solid bread. Sure, but sure, I, I didn't know what the rest yeah, is. That might work better. Uh, okay, then yeah, the butter goes on, and then right and so on. Yeah, <laughs> if we go with food analogies. Yeah, sure. yep. but either way, I think we all agree this is not bad, but unsatisfying as yeah. a monthly book. 
Yeah, I got to it at the end of, of Wednesday morning, and I'm at work, and I'm reading it, and I went, all right, well, I, I just spent my break reading this, and I feel like I shouldn't have. Like, I should have read something else, you know? So I felt like I did something on my Kinda break. Go, is that it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, did you guys notice the Elmer Fudd? And they, it was either Mr. Miracle or, or Vision in uh, the twins' room in Wally's hologram i don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's mr miracle yeah i think it's and the, there's a turtle in there yeah one of someone said that it could be the vision too just the way that it with the, the way that it's shaded no but i think it's the cape with the yellow dots that are there yeah. with the, the green cape there that looks like miracle to me yeah but mm. i thought that was a fun little uh piece of art in there yeah yeah it's great um, art here i love wally putting on the, the the you know the the expressionless mask uh yeah it's, yeah. it's really good because yeah. everyone everyone thought this was going to be a psycho pirate mask when we first saw the yeah. the cover of a show, including yeah. us. Well, it still <laughs> it still looks to me like a psycho pirate mask. Like it's very, you know, it does that. So the psycho pirate mask makes you feel the different emotions, right? This is almost the inverse of that, where it's supposed to be taking away the emotions. You know, like you're well, supposed to be blank. Yeah, but it also lets psycho pirate control other emotions. So right, I, no, I'm not saying there's control, but, but I'm feeling like it was definitely inspired by that mask. Oh yeah, I, I feel like the thematic link here is that this is it's supposed to let you take control of your own emotions. Right. That's yeah. thematically right. what they're doing here with having a sacred pirate style mask. Uh, uh, can we talk about the also fact that... the you you can the the rules are like well you don't have to wear it if you want to you can but you're supposed to be anonymous so I don't understand how that little piece. Well, it's basically if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous if you. If you want right. to interact with others, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Um, so we learn a little bit more about Sanctuary in that sense and sense Just of on that, Who was that you know, giving uh, Booster that, that mask and giving him that speech? Those, that is... Those are the puddlers. Yeah, so I thought the whole point of Sanctuary is that it's all automated. Those, I think they are automated. I, yeah, I think they're robots. robots. Okay. I, I thought they were robots modeled after the Kents and Lana, honestly. They were yeah, giving me that vibe. that's... Yeah, I was getting the Kents from it, and but that that's why I was like, "What's what's going on here?" Yeah, I think they're robots. I think they're androids. What if, what if this all turns into right? They keep King keeps mentioning the technology behind all of this. What if this goes Whedon, Astonishing X Men, with the Danger Room, and Sanctuary mm-hmm. ends up the one that's responsible for all this? Uh, that happens, I'd be a little upset because I just have that with with the. With the puddlers, uh, the, the whole graffiti on there. Now we're getting to know these. They're based off the of Kents and, and Lana, and they keep mentioning like it's Kryptonian tech with with Batman's programming and Wonder Woman's compassion. I just that keeps being driven home. I, I mean, I, I can see it being a tech thing, and ultimately, yeah. um, I mean, is this some kind of weird simulation to see how they can, you know? Yep fight the the heroes or something like and then you know obviously ultimately the the, the heroes will save the day because that's just you know it's comic books but um that's interesting with the possible casualty of roy as we have discussed <laughs> right he's a he's, he's a goner i also i also think that the harley that we get coming out of this is going to change harley from what we know her as you know hmm. where i've said this before to where it's going to be probably more in line with it wouldn't surprise me if uh, there's like a new Harley book, like or a relaunch of some yeah. sort. When yeah. This book Are ends. you thinking more in line with the solo book Harley and kind of shift away entirely from the Suicide Squad version? Yep. Yeah. 
So well, whatever it is, I feel we'll get a streamline. This is the Harley that we, we deal with all the time because mm. that's been our main complaint since Rebirth is it feels like there's like three different Harleys at play yeah. depending who's writing her. And I just feel like if they're going to do an editorial shift... Yeah, see, see if they're going to go just full anti-hero or Harley where she is kind of an ally to the heroes now and she's not, you know, she's... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Just do pick it and stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go that's that. what I mean. I think whatever we get, even if we get a more villainous Harley, I feel like this is the one that we're going to go with for the foreseeable future. Because biz- Bizarrely, one of the best parts of the Injustice 2 like video game story is the Harley arc. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, which, which is Which is what? Is she she turning? She's turning good, basically. She she uh okay. she's working with Batman early on, and she's kind of like this like wild card. You know, she's she's Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Never know if she's yeah. going to do the right thing. Oh my God, bitches, <laughs> I got the brakes. But I mean, I suppose else is I I watched the playthrough of it, but she 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 ultimately ends up kind of like sticking up for Batman's ideals when when the time gets rough. You know, and she she kind of she stops someone. Big bad, and injustice. Uh, he, he, yeah, he is. He's kind of like the Hannibal Lecter of the second game. He's he's locked up in a okay. in a, a Red Sun prison thing. Okay, then who's who's the main villain then? Uh, Wonder Woman, who was like his partner, is still villainous. And one of the arcs of the second game is that Supergirl's now around. And at first, she wants to align herself with Cal, but uh, spoilers here for the game. But by the end, she like realizes no, this is awful and evil. No, I'm going to side with everyone else. Um, so it, it plays with that stuff. Um. Okay. Because the second game was interesting in that... Because the first game had like the good versions of all the characters as well, because it was like a mix in a right. world. It was like a crisis kind of multiverse yeah. thing. Right. Uh, the second one was just set in the, the, the world where Superman went evil, and it's about... Those games have shockingly interesting stories for they, what they, they do. Are. They do. Because for I some was, reason... I was instantly turned off by evil Superman, but the more I hear yeah. how layered it is... First, you know, I mean, it's it's funny. It turned out so interesting because for some reason the fighting game decided that they needed a reason for Superman to be fighting Batman, and I'm like, we don't need one. It's a fighting game. Everyone's just going to fight each other. It's fine, you know. Yeah. And then a reason why? Yeah. Oh, why can Batman hold his own against Superman? And Superman's like, I don't need one. It's a fighting game. Everyone's just equal. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> just leave it. See, that's then... where I disagree. And as, as the non-gamer here, I always prefer fighting games that have a layered, detailed story, like Tekken. Or Soul Calibur. Oh sure, you know? I, I just I don't need context. So. It's a fighting game. I'm not questioning why they can fight you just each other. Want to punch shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. But then you know the, the comics meant to be really good as well, and that's had yeah. a lot. It's of Tom Taylor, and I like Tom Taylor a lot. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't, so, can't, can't fault it. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so here's the crisis. Um, I still think it's got a lot going on. It's made us it's made us theorize quite a bit here, and it's made us talk. And mm-hmm. I, I think the art's really nice. I think there is good storytelling going on in here. And I I do think that when it's all said and done, we're going to have a much more positive opinion, I hope. Maybe. <laughs> Overall. Oh, I agree. My... There's been very little from King that I haven't liked. I mean, yeah. he made an Elmer Fudd Batman crossover fun to read. <laughs> that was fantastic. Right? Like, and so far, the, the thing that of his that I liked the least was that I Am Suicide arc. But the longer his Batman run gets in you know what i mean mm. the longer it goes the more that i see like that was kind of seated in there at that point for that reason you know like it, yeah the funny thing about setting the board he's batman run is that i am i'm not like i am suicide but the funny thing i'm looking back at that now is that it's almost like he was intentionally doing an over-the-top bat bat god yep. goes to fight bane story because then over the course of the rest of it he's going to deconstruct that and exactly and play That's... with your expectations on it so and that's exactly. And so now I can look at it for what it is and I don't, you know, 
I, I just know a lot of people that are, are just like, oh, Tom King's overrated. I'm like, all right, well, go over there and don't talk to me. <laughs> and I, you could not like him. Don't say he's overrated because he's doing some fantastic work. You know, every comment we get on this episode now is going to be Tom King is overrated. I think no. That's to be fine. fair, if you consider him rated as highly as some people do, yeah. I think it's fair to say overrated is not inaccurate. If you if you're not enjoying all of this, yeah, stuff. overrated <laughs> and underrated is, are completely subjective to whoever's speaking. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. But I get this a lot. Like, oh, he doesn't understand Batman. Why is he still on Batman? It's like, well, I, I've obviously he's had... halfway through his story. Because I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. Batman is one of the most underrated characters in comics. And I'll tell you why. Because too many people say he's overrated. Therefore, he is now underrated. <laughs> I hate you right now. You My so logic is sound. My logic is sound. I know what, you, know what you're doing and I'm not going to take the bait. I have had some problems with King's Batman run in the past, you know, 20 years. We issues, know, right? the bomb no, no, no. and the cross. No, no, no. There's a point here. There's a point here. And in that, I still think King is a very good writer. But I would also agree that he is overrated. Go in the corner and don't talk to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an actual opinion about this book, though. I've, I've, I've still got one somewhere. Uh, on, on, just... just on, on the art, I have an actual criticism. Oh, okay, what was missing in a panel? No, no, nothing. It's just this is more of a an almost a, a, an expectations uh, underwhelming sort of thing. Is that Lee Weeks' art is very good, but he is doing his clay man emulation instead of just doing really you know the shadowy Lee Weeks stuff, and it's still I really feel good. That's fine to blend the story. I feel yeah, it's you very, know, it makes it a lot more consistent, which I, it I does. Think... But my problem is, okay, this is a flashback. Essentially, this is the time where you have an excuse to have a different art style. And I feel like playing with Lee Weeks' shadow work uh, that he often is, you know, really spectacular as his finest stuff would have just, you know, set it apart a little bit more and given it that extra edge of... How do you know that Lee Lee Weeks' art out of the shadows isn't just Clay Man? We don't. I feel like this is just an expectations thing because if you didn't tell me who was on this book but you just told me there's, there's kind of a fill-in for most of the book, yeah. I'd be like, oh, and then I'd read this and go, hey, that was actually really consistent. I'm actually quite happy yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not that it's bad art. It's very good. It's that I was disappointed that he's doing the Clay Man emulation rather than doing just Lee Weeks, which I really like. I like Lee Weeks more just, than Clay Man. That, that booster sequence is like one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's good. That King's written just like, and it's not just because they reference Starfire and that it's Booster. I just, the way that it made me like. It's because think Booster, about Booster's fighting himself. But it's like Booster's realizing that he's annoying enough to annoy himself. That That is what that exactly. scene is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, could, could, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but, you know, surfing with a Tamaranian princess, but you're in there in a room talking to yourself. Like. Yeah. yeah. So good. Of course, our, our Roy Wally theory is going to be shattered in like a week or two's time when some book mentions Wally's dead. But as of right now, yeah, Roy's the only if, major death sticking in this. You know, if they do that, cool. Like, keep it consistent, though. Like, I don't want but editorial don't to ruin Wally. all this. Yeah, but also don't kill too. Wally, yes. Yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. That's why I think when King was asked and he said, oh no, the, the deaths will stick, I think he was being coy because what he really means there is the deaths by the end of the book will stick. 
<laughs> Some deaths will stick. Yes. Uh, but hey. Uh, here's a crisis issue three. What are we rating out of ten, Matt? So it's it's still really good, but it's not like super amazing, but it's still enough to earn an eight. I, 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 I can see the logic there. Connor? Uh, I'm going with a six. Six. Ah, so he's, uh, good, good moments, but it doesn't come together for me. Connor went low. What a shock. Uh, <laughs> see, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with Matt here where I'm like, I have critiques just because it feels like a really quick slice of something. Um, but it has several great moments and the art's still fantastic. So... And I'm still, I'm still very intrigued about where it's going emotionally. So I'm going to agree with the eight. I'm going to stick with the eight. I'm still, I'm still looking forward to more issues of Heroes in Crisis. I'm, I'm not, I'm not someone who's upset about it. So, nope. as of yet, and again, this is me having the firm belief that Wally is not going to be staying dead. That is the firm belief I have. Do, does it. your belief change if Wally is dead at the end? Or do you mean my opinion change? Yes, it's been a long day. I may be upset if that if that turns out to be the case. Well, at least in, once Doomsday Clock ends, and if it's not fixed, then I'll get upset. Doctor <laughs> Manhattan just comes and goes. Nope, you're not dead. Poof, <laughs> and fixes it. Elbow, like, thanks, Doc. Boy, you're still dead. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Doctor Manhattan. Love you. Yeah. He is a doctor. He is. He is. He came in, came in and healed Wally from death. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. All right, then, we'll move on to the end of a kind of mini-event. It's just a Justice League arc that they put some specials to speed it up. <laughs> That's really all it is. Yeah. Uh, because cause the Aquaman issues were just tie-ins, so all it really was was two issues of Justice League. Technically three, because I'd count the one before it as well. Um, and then the two specials. But we have Aquaman, Justice League, Drowned Earth, issue one, Scott Snyder writing uh, with Howard Porter and Francis Manipal. I think it was a third artist as well, but those are the two that I, I caught. Um... So, yeah, and despite the fact Overall, that those are two, I was going to say, despite the fact that those are two good artists, but we're right what we said last time that nothing lived up to Fraser Irving's depiction of that Kraken coming out of the sky. Yeah. Nothing was ever going to describe was it? Drowned Earth in in one word. It's messy because this. I feel the story was all over the place. The art was all over the place. Third artist like, was uh, Scott Goodlewski. There you go. Yeah, that, that art was kind of over the place. I, honestly, I probably enjoyed uh, uh, Porter's art the most on this one. I felt like it fit the mm-hmm. comical tone of what was going on more yeah, than anyone else. Yeah, it was a little bit lighter. Yeah. I, I have a, a real question, though. Can we keep Superman with an eye patch and the badass jacket that just appears from nowhere? Uh, yes. No. Yes, Why please. Not? I'm amused. I'm I'm quite happy to have it here and the joke that they're on a pirate ship and so on, but I have no interest in it sticking I, around. I don't know where it comes from. He, he he's in his regular outfit with the iPad. No, no, no uh, uh, Wonder Woman says there's apparel there Wonder to help. Woman. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's addressing the dialogue. Just, yeah. But where does it, where did it come I, from? It's like oh, here you go. So Here's a jacket. Th- there is an Elseworld with Batman as a pirate, right? It sounds like a thing. It probably <laughs> like, is. And I feel like these designs would work perfect with, with Superman. You put him in there as like an admiral and he's chasing down, you know, Batman. And we get that cool jacket still and maybe an eye patch. There you go. It's That's called Batman Leatherwing. There you go. Uh, 
I, I would add the word fun to messy, Matt. If if we're if I'm if I'm being yeah, yeah. I, I just because it's messy doesn't mean it's bad. It's just because yeah. it is fun. I just the whole stuff with Manta and just like I feel like it got rushed along. Like there was plenty of issues, what, but like what whole stuff with Manta? What's your point? Make make it clear for the audience. So Manta decides to go rogue because he has the the powers of 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 Aquaman. Uh, and he's just going to destroy everything yep. to prove a point. Uh, until, until um, I, I think it's uh, Tide points out, yeah. hey, if that Kraken was there, it'll kill everything on Earth, including you. And he's like, oh shit, I've made a huge mistake. You know, Joe, Joe Bluth, yeah. I've made a huge mistake in that moment. Right. Uh, yeah, that was it. I mean, I don't hate him going kind of rogue because just just the idea that Lex is trying to call him back, like, okay, we've achieved what we want to do as the Legion of Doom. Take me come in, and he's like, no, you know what? You kidding me? I've got powers of the the seas and shit. I'm, I'm on top of the world. Um, that felt in character to me, at least. I feel like for me, the whole like just oh yeah, zap, power's gone again. It felt felt just. Oh, I guess we're at the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I do think it was kind of worth it, though, for Black Man to say, oh, you can talk to fish. Oh, big deal. What are you going to do? And he's like, well, everyone on Earth's a fish right now. So. Do, you, do you know what really <laughs> bothered me about that? Yeah. Is literally 10 seconds before that, he had those powers and was controlling a death kraken. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making fun of him? You were yeah. just going, hey, I'm basically a god. <laughs> it makes no sense. Because Manta... It was too drunk on power, and he's still it's, drunk even when it's taken away. <laughs> it's a coping mechanism. He's like, shit, I lost all my power. You just talked to fish, dude. Yeah. yeah that's well, basically he goes it. back into his bullying. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's, he's just trying to belittle him because he's trying to make himself feel better. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and then fish, fish Adam Strange and fish New Superman and fish other people show up. Etrigan was in there, I'm pretty sure. He always looks like a fish, though. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has a piranha face. Yeah, yeah. different different fish this time. Yeah, yeah. But yes. um, I, I do like that it sets the table for what's coming next with Aquaman. I like that. that I, I would describe the ending of this as it's funny that I already mentioned Independence Day because it reminded me a lot of Independence Day. This Aquaman riding the ship into the middle of the Kraken to get rid of it reminded me of the the how the ending of Independence Day happens with the the sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what made me think of. And then we see at the end he wakes up on a show, and this sets up why he's got amnesia. It sets up why he's separate from Mira and Atlantis for a while uh, for right. the start of uh, Kelly Sue's story. So that's cool. I, li- I like that it's tied into yeah. the end of this. I-, I think that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine, whatever. Um, so, that- so that's that's cool. Uh, they do have a peaceful conclusion with these gods, where they, oh, hey, by the way, this was Poseidon's doing. You were actually supposed to get peace from us. I want to offer you that. And Mira's even against it at first. Mira wants to like just go and fight, yeah. and but he's like, no, Speak no, no. Into them. Let me let me try. Let me let me try and you know. She end is going to be such a bad queen. <laughs> yeah, but we, we were really this boring, is but... why humans fear you. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, Kelly Sue will eventually get to Mira and Atlantis when Aquaman yeah. comes back. I hope so. But it might be like an arc or two, and we might see like and maybe it's... what's changed in Atlantis since he's been gone. What... Connor, would you like to see Mirigut pull a full Cersei and just completely, like, yes. run Consolidate things into the ground? Power. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she takes out the Widowhood, but by taking out the Widowhood, yeah. she realizes, you know, she doesn't realize the Widowhood were keeping other things in check. Yeah, and everything you know? goes tits up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she gets banished back to Zebel. Oh, man. That'll be fun. 
I, I guess the frustrating shit out of this. I guess the frustrating thing about them wanting to put this out as like a mini event thing and having the two specials, and therefore kind of rushing through it, kind of meant that that's maybe why we had such haphazard art changes throughout the whole thing because yeah. they wanted yeah. to put it out in a month when I, originally this would have been six issues. Because keep in mind the first and last issues were double length, so this yeah. would have been six issues of Justice League. Yeah, I think it's worth just, noting that I don't think it's just because they wanted to he- go, hey, you know, event. It was more. Well, hang on. We we need to set up the new run on Aquaman in this. This has got to be done by this point. Right. I mean, did they have to put out the new Aquaman run starting to? Well, sit? no, but then they've got to get in a fill-in to do another Aquaman stuff, right? I mean, they can't do. Why let Abnett end the thing on his terms, though? Yeah. Like instead I, of just the one yeah. issue. Our complaint last week was that Abnett should have had a couple of issues to do more of an epilogue. I, no, I agree, but. <laughs> um. um that said about the art too whatever artists would have done if it would have been consistent throughout or you alternate them for different things mm. i think it would have been a little bit better you yeah, know this just felt really random didn't it yeah, yeah because we're getting different artists on different sections and nothing feels cohesive yeah because it wasn't even like, like a different artist for each issue that last no. issue we had a justice league had you know at first it felt like okay that this stuff's the rv this stuff's not but then by the end of the issue they just threw that out the window and it was like no, here's here's we're just swapping now for some reason. Yep. It, it felt really cobbled together from different artists, um, yeah. in a way that did not feel intentional. Yeah, it, I felt like this issue is the same. It's like you know, you, you just get, you get towards like the last few pages. It's like, oh, here's Manipal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, oh, and the very nice. first page, I think, as well, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked was just oh, you can bookend it. <laughs> yeah, you can just bookend it. There you go. It's fine. So. Yeah, so really haphazard. It's funny for an issue that's like twice the length. I don't feel like there's actually that much to talk to in terms of plot because there was a lot of fighting. There's like rain towards the cracking, and um, it just wraps it up. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. But it, it's it's mostly fun for what it's what it's doing. Yeah. Like, um, we um Luther with the doorknob. He's unlocked those other pieces now, hmm. so he he is one step closer to doing. What yeah, he and he's to got do. the totality. Yeah. Uh huh. So, you know, uh, and now next we get to go see what uh, Manhunter and Hawkgirl and John are up to. Yeah. Over on Thanagar Prime. So. Which I'm looking that should forward be fun. To. Yeah. Um. No. So yeah. No. I mean, I I, I enjoyed this arc. I, I probably enjoyed this this arc a little bit more than uh, Witching Hour, just to compare the two monthly things we just had back to back. I think. Witching Hour had the higher high points, uh, mm. the 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 start of it, and then the stuff in the the other world. Mm-hmm. But I think this was more cons- more fun overall. It had a bit of a better flow to it. Yeah, yeah. Despite yeah you just... definitely feel like Snyder's like, I'm just gonna do whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. d- d- despite despite its messiness, it was it was messy in a really fun summer blockbuster way. That just kind of yeah. Plus Pirate Superman. Plus Pirate Superman. Pirate Superman. Duh. Half fish flash, um, yeah, variety of other things. Um, it, it, it did give Aquaman and Mira a bit of a spotlight in this last issue as well, which was nice. So yeah, yeah, give it that. Uh, Matt, what are you going to rate Drowned Earth issue one? Well, technically issue two uh, or issue four. Or five, yeah, the, the stupid naming of this. Yeah, if I could rate the naming of this, I'd give it a negative four. There you go. Because I hate when they do that. But this issue, I'm going to give it a seven because it is kind of messy, but it's still fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Car? I'm going to go with a six. It's too messy to call it good, but it's still enjoyable. 
Um, I think I'll agree with Matt again. I, I hate that I'm agreeing with him exactly too much, but I think a seven's a very fair score for this. Um, overall, I had a good time, but yeah, inconsistent art. Um, yeah, probably the issue was probably a, it, they gave it a double issue, and it probably didn't need that to be honest. <laughs> it probably could have been condensed down a bit. And and the thing is, if you half the issue size. You cut out one of those artists, yeah, which it immediately makes mm-hmm. it feel less messy because you've two instead of three. I'm fairly certain Porter did a, enough to do a, like a whole twenty-page issue. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. So. I, I could see you doing Porter for the main stuff and then still have Manipul for the the bit at the end. Yeah, like that would have worked. I can see that. But hey, uh, so there you go. That said. I command just as I had to look, I had to double check and see which one was first. Which way because, around, yeah. 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 Uh, Drowned Earth, this year one, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we'll move on then to, detect, to, 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 to Detective Comics 993. <laughs> uh, James Robinson writing Carmine DJ Domenico on the art. This is the final part of this arc and the final issue, I assume, then of, of Robinson. So does that mean Tomasi's on the next issue? Are we on Tomasi next? I, I hope I so. Really hope so. Because <laughs> if, this, if this wasn't the end, I'd be prepared to stop. This is, a, this is a strong reaction. I was not expecting such a strong reaction. I thought this was better than the last issue. I'm going to give it that. Yeah, but I don't understand the point of this entire arc now. That's fair. Know, we, we started <laughs> with, okay, we're doing the fun bits with the you know the fireflies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we got into Two-Face and it was like, oh, it's about you know, Kenny Change, who's uh-huh. in charge, all that sort of stuff. The, the stuff that, and then we had last, and then this issue was like, oh yeah, Two-Face is dead. Whatever. No, he's not. Well, uh, no, exactly. That was my but, reaction. Well, no, Harvey, Harvey Dent's dead, but Two Face is still around. That's how I took it. Is, um, is well, no, this it was, whole it, thing was a it was, was just a ploy to kill Dent. It was just a twist. It was just a twist so that he was he wasn't dead the whole time and it was all right, plot. But I, like you say, the whole time you're like, well, no, he's not. What yeah. are you doing? So Which stop, I mean, to be fair, it. at least when it it reveals that Bruce never thought he was dead, it's kind of like, okay, right? He was kind of on our side then the whole time. So yeah, yeah at, at least that cheap. works. Here's what I liked about the issue. It's not a lot, but the art's fantastic. Uh, all those double-page layouts. I love that the double-page layouts are used for the flashback bit. Yeah. Yeah, for all of the, all of the, the funeral stuff, basically. And yeah. then it switches to single pages for the for the last part of the book. I like that. Yeah. I do like this idea that Leviathan's been built up in multiple places. They had this idea Cobra. that... Oh, no. Yeah, it's it Leviathan, Leviathan, right? Yeah, because he said like, oh, right. Cobra's on its way out. Leviathan's building up. So he's, that, right. he was trying to sell it to Leviathan. And I like that. It was like, no, Leviathan's rising. Um, and we also see that, of course, um, in, in Silencer, which we'll talk about later. No, no, real quick, not, not to sidetrack this. Mm. Morrison's made his return to DC, and that was what he kind of went out on, was yeah, the, the Batman ink with the Leviathan. Do you yeah. think this is his influence coming back? You know, like... Um, maybe. Uh, was was the Silencer the reintroduction of it in the, you know, the, the, so. the current I believe swing? so. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're just kind of going up from that. It's like, hey... That's, that's working. I would that's assume that let's see. I don't think that the silence will start using it because Bendis is planning a thing. But let's say Bendis is planning a oh. thing with Leviathan and a, and a big story in action comics. I wonder if Ben Robinson, because by the time he's writing his detective story, Bendis is already on board in the writer's room or, right. or you know. I'm, I'm, I wonder if this is just intentionally knowing that Leviathan's going to be a big thing in a story or two's time. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll use that. I'll put in a little thing here at the end, kind of. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm thinking even like Abner has enough sway at dc that it yeah. could be stuff you know because obviously yeah. he's the one right in silence so like uh, and hey 
I, we don't I, know where he's going next after you know i think he's still doing titans right but after it, after yeah. aquaman what, what's his next yeah, other well, name but... has a lot of books actually because he's got silencer titans and aquaman obviously he's leaving aquaman um he's doing at least a fill-in in odyssey well at least isn't that's yeah. debatable yeah i'm kind of expecting him to get another book somewhere soonish and then be like okay and maybe yeah. we'll pick up more leviathan threads there yeah maybe um but I, I like that part of it. I, I like them building up Leviathan. The, the actual point at the end where it's like, oh, Two-Face and Batman will do this forever and, the, the, you know, Two-Face enjoys it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, didn't really feel like an ending, though, did it, that final page? No. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Um, and, and the stuff with Firefly, too, I was just like, okay, well, they were only are they only here because of the beginning? Like, Because he used to f- use fire to fake his death. <laughs> that was it. Just, just because. Um, I, yeah. d- I did laugh a little bit though when they, they just kind of left. And, uh, or more, more so, so Two Face saying, Yeah, I'd do the same if I were you too. <laughs> and yeah. there's a fly off. That did get a little chuckle out it, of it. It does endear Two Face a little bit more to me just because he knows what he's about. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, okay, I'm crazy. Like. Uh, that's what I, I i i'm not mad at this issue i, I don't i don't think it's particularly good because I'm of the fake death thing. i just, just like i'm ready for tomasi oh sure like, yeah i'm expecting tomasi to be good you know unless we get yeah. pages of uh damien reading reading uh you know plaques <laughs> off of memorials i've not really looked into it i've not seen a lot of interviews about tomasi stuff yet what's the the premise of his run like uh, is he doing just batman is he bringing damien in are we doing the team stuff I, I'm sure I read the solicit for the first one back when it first went up, but I can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember yeah. either. I know we got some teasers of things he's introducing in a, in a thousand. Yeah. Uh, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't if know, you want to report the solicit for it. issue nine nine four, feel free to. Could do. Have uh, a glance at it. Just December yeah. solicits, wasn't it? Yes. The last time he was on Batman, I, I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Me too. Um. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, just to rate this book then before we get to this uh, Tomasi speculation, um, what are we giving it, Matt? A six. I'm glad it's over. Yeah. No, I agree with a six. I, I, I think it was relatively enjoyable in a kind of middling way um, with a couple of nice beats here or there. Uh, I did. I did. I looked art. at the page count and I saw that the page count was kind of low and then I realized, oh, we're getting a lot of doubles. Oh, it's because, in, yeah. obviously, in digital, uh, yeah. double just counts as one, which is why it looks that right. way sometimes. Um, right. Uh, it's not that you're actually getting less... Uh, no, for your butt. but I saw it. That's right. I, I was yeah. like, oh, there's going to be a lot of doubles in this. So, <laughs> yeah. so Carl, what are you giving it? I'm um, giving it a five. I think it's kind of just really n- not great and is is elevated a bit by the by the great art. Yeah, art's good. Yeah, Okay, that's, 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 that's just three in a row where me and Matt have agreed and then Connor's went lower. Yeah. I'm not liking yeah. this trend. Especially since I like to think of myself as someone who's a bit more level-headed than... No offence, Matt. But a bit more level-headed <laughs> than Matt. The mic is wet. <laughs> See? Level-headed. That was not level. There was nothing about that that was level. All right. It was level. Was... It was just loud. Yeah, I, was say, I was always against the, the concept of rating... So, it, I don't. I'm trying to set it where Pete's not going to agree with me, and then he ends go, up agreeing go, with me. Go crazy so, high or crazy low. It's the only way well, to do it. Go yeah. the comedy numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that will work. All right. What's the solicit for nine nine four? Uh, it 
is uh, Commissioner Gordon calls in the Dark Knight detective when there's a murder at the Gotham City Aquarium, staged to look exactly like Thomas and Martha Wayne's crime scene, right down to the playbill and pearls. How does this bizarre homicide tie into the shadowy monster that attacks Dr. Leslie Tompkins? This creature looks to wage a war on Batman, and it's using Joker gas to do it. This is a Batman hmm. story, though. I so was it's gonna... a solo Batman book again, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it was more of a murder mystery, maybe really lean into detective stuff. It might still do that, but when you added in Monster, I was like, okay, it's just kind of a general Batman book then. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't mean it'll be bad. Oh, no, it doesn't, but... no. It's... Um... It just sounds like a typical Batman arc, though, as opposed to, like, this, this is Tomasi's premise for his Batman run, kind of Yeah, it, it, it sounds like a Batman book. Well, maybe that premise kicks off with a thousand, so we just have to yeah, get maybe. through... Then, uh, you know, six. Yeah, the first arc oh, is set yeah. up for the main the main course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really confused then for a second. So I was looking, going, "Where's the second issue in these solicits?" And then I realised we're, yeah, yeah, we're missing yeah. a week from December, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. The first week of January is all the second. Yeah, the week four stuff basically. Yeah. Um. All right, we'll move on then. We'll move on to Wonder Woman fifty nine, second issue, and G Willow Wilson's run. Uh, Carrie Nord. Uh, on the on the art as well. Uh. So. Uh, so we start with the big thing let's start with the big thing then at no point in this book was there a single word from wonder woman that the the uh that Ares, even implied they even implied that, that was steve in fact not only that we find we see where steve is as well yeah why so, the change that was last time so you know what so you know what we don't have to deduct a point from my score or connor's score because mm. we, we were correct <laughs> yeah, yeah but he still looks like steve it's still a problem with the art. I don't think it's a problem with the art. If yeah. it's meant to, to be fair, Matt, I never even thought that he looked like Steve. It wasn't until you said it that I went, oh, I guess he does. I guess, yeah, yeah but... I guess I can see the, the strong jaw and the blonde hair. And the blue eyes and the stature and the, I, like... I mean, he is a god. Like, I mean, to be fair... That's fine. But the page before, the, when we first see him early, he is the... Hades as we know him, with the dark yes, hair. Yes, he's been the... reborn, Matt. He's been rebirthed. Yeah, nah. Yeah, new, new body, new Ares. Nah. New, new cool stuff. <laughs> Do you know the funny thing is, is some people on Twitter actually said that they agreed with Matt, and now I'm just like, well, <laughs> all of you suck it. That's, I, I feel that that's on the creatives. I feel like it, they no, needed this, to... This is really <sighs> interesting, because me and Pete, got, obviously, last time got none of this. Matt was insistent, and we were like, well, I mean, I guess I can see it. I did some Googling. There were a couple of news places that Yep. seem to think that it looked like steve mm-hmm. but not all of them not, some of them weren't mentioned at all so it's interesting uh, it's kind of like when they draw you know superman and batman that look a lot alike and you're like well just differentiate them enough that, that's you know because the argument last time from me hairstyles and this was where my criticism was going to come in if it was true that it was it was steve's body or whatever that matt was saying was that to me I never occurred to me because if they're going to do something like that, they'll make it clear. And Wonder Woman would have had a line that said "Steve?" question mark, and that'd be it. Because you make it clear. Because let's be honest here, when it comes to just simple faces that look similar, it's, you can't really tell people I, like I, I comics. Think, no, no, I, I think the idea of them looking similar could be interesting. You know, not to look exactly the same, but the idea that yeah, thematically, you know, yeah, that, that for Wonder Woman, that you know, her her boyfriend and you know, you know, her longtime partner and stuff, you know. Actually, her her greatest enemy kind of looks like him now. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. there's something there that thematically that doesn't have yeah. to be addressed, but still works and isn't yeah. a critique of the art. Yeah, I'm looking at the cover right now. It isn't a little like Stephen the cover. Did someone else do the cover? 
Uh... Yeah, it's Dodson's cover. There you go. Um, so, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about this. Maybe issue. just because the Dodson's are better artists than the interior artists. Look, the Dodson's are fantastic artists, but Carrie mm. Nord is great too. Yeah, yeah, they're also good in this book. I don't know what Matt's talking about. <laughs> yeah, see, how do you look like that on the art that's a different hairstyle than Steve has? Like, I don't know. Enough to differentiate it. So. <laughs> I mean, it's just windswept a little bit. That's all. It looks, it's the same. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and the guy that's tied up looks just like the guy in the first page. It still looks like Steve to me. So. <laughs> and then he put the helmet on, and it's fine. So. What, look. What what Kerry Nord is trying to say is that Steve is on par with a god. In that, that, that he is a prime specimen of masculinity. Sure. <laughs> I, I love that Matt was wrong, so he's doubling down. He's doubling down the criticism. <laughs> yeah. there. I'm not wrong, and you're not wrong, and neither are right. I'm just saying it's their observations that I guess. Yes, you were wrong in saying that this was Steve. Well, okay, that's fine. Because yeah, that's how I read it, you, right? You just said you weren't wrong. Well, no, I thought you were talking about it looking like Steve. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is gold. All right. Um, so, yeah, so Steve's been kidnapped by a griffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to spit it into the book itself, right? And, and, and there's there's a, a um, what are they called? Like, um, Mr. Minotaur. Tumnus. It was a minotaur. Not a minotaur. Oh, uh, centaur? A satyr. Oh, satyr, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a satyr named Cadmus, mm. which I was like, okay, that, uh, sure. There's also which led uh, me to, to research Cadmus. What, what, um, what do you call a, a horse with wings? Is there, I assume there's a Pegasus. name for it. Pegasus. It's oh, a, yeah. a Pegasus, okay. Yeah. Yep. Alright, cool. Okay, yeah. cool. So you have these mythological creatures holding Steve captive who, who seem to be uh who have been kicked out of their home and are now trapped mm-hmm. on earth yep. uh and they're looking yeah. for refuge yep Intriguing. Like that. yeah that's just hinting at bigger stuff for the for the the arc or the run here i'm um, i'm super into the idea of the run getting into the mythological things again yep. i yeah. uh, i'm really into that stuff oh um, matt is a, is a fan of those things as well yeah. yeah that's why i like wonder woman because it's not quite magic but it it hits with the, the mythology stuff you know uh, so Rucka gave us Ferdinand, the the cooking Minotaur. Yeah, not a Minotaur. He he likes to remind you he's not that. I know, because he's not from from Crete. Yeah. I, I forget what he. I forget where he's from, but yeah. I'm just gonna use it. Uh, so one of the things that we really we really praised in the last issue was this 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 ideological conflict that was going to pop up because Wonder Woman actually kind of agreed with Ares just just from what we'd heard of Satya mm-hmm. uh, about who she sides with in this fight. And the the fact that Ares was probably going to go further than she would would create this interesting kind of like you know moral uh, debate. Like, do Ares I side with him? Wasted no time. Yeah, no. Uh, Wilson here went. This, most of the issue here is basically, oh, uh, there's a rocket firing t- towards the the rebels who Ares is protecting because they're the, they're the weak and they're the ones who are being preyed upon. And so we're having Wonder Woman both fly off to to Nabbit, Which, by the way, the panel of uh, Ares just grabbing it. It's kind of like it reminds me of the start of Commando when Arnold's walking around with a big tree trunk. 
yeah. on his shoulder. I can see that. He's holding the, the rocket. Uh, and he just says, well, this will just go down here very nicely. And he just launches it back at the attackers. And Wonder Woman's like, no! No, no, no that's the well, part. That the doesn't attackers. even launch it at the attackers. That, that would, I think Wonder Woman would have been not okay with that, but at least she could have understood that. He just throws it down at the village below. At the village uh, of the people that he thinks are... Yeah, who are, who are of the attackers. That's what I meant. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. Oh, he makes you're... the assumption that because they're not joining the rebels, they're siding with the tyrants. And okay, sure. Wonder Woman's point is, well, you can't know that, and you're just causing more. I just meant firing. I just meant the opposite of what <laughs> of who the people are targeting. Though. That's all I meant. Civilians. They're just the they're right, just they're civilians. Citizens. That's it. They're yeah, not... yeah. That's all I meant. I just meant they're on right. that side of the fence. That's all you're I meant. As bad as Ares. Yeah. Because you don't know that. You this, know, this we don't Harry's know point. what That's side they were point. actually on. He just throws it at civilians. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm just saying they're part of the same state, if you will. That's all I'm they're saying. All part of the same state. That's why it's a civil war. The same party of the state. Look, I know what I meant, and I'm writing yeah. what I meant. <laughs> I don't think you are. I think you're, I think you're on Aries' side here. I'm not on Aries' side. I agree it with Wonder Woman like here. Uh, Connor, remember, only says steel and absolutes. <laughs> I was using a general term, but it got picked apart over the next, like, three minutes. Because it was a, the wrong term. <laughs> I might have been wrong about Aries. I only said attackers because I didn't, I couldn't sense. remember what the, what they were called. I didn't remember what, what the group of people were. The, yeah, and then you doubled down on it. You did a map. The point is... What no, no, I'm was... doubling down because you're giving me shit for it. <laughs> when all I meant was that they're on that political line, on that side of the line. That's all no, I meant. This is what we're saying: is you don't know that they're on that side of the line. They just live there. But presumably, right. so do a lot of the rebels. They live in that area. <laughs> this, this is the point of of the issue: is that Ares just went well. They, they're there. They, they, they're not fighting, so they must be right. evil. They must be on. I don't his think that's side. the sole point. I, I think part of the point is that even if they're on that side, they don't deserve to have rockets thrown at them just because they're aligned with the people in power. Well, no, exactly, because they're still civilians. But the fact that he did it so nonchalantly because that's his idea of war. Of Remember, course, I yeah. Think, I, 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 think, I, I think that's he, that's the larger point here is his has the way he handles this and the way right. that he's willing to just kill countless people. Oh. Because while while Ares is the god of war in traditional Greek mythology, so is Athena. But they're different aspects of war. Yeah. Like mm. you know, sh- Athena's the strategic, like you know, chess game style of war versus Ares, who's it's Athena's know... the the bigger picture, the battle plan, and Ares right. is on the field. Mm. Exactly. So his judgments are going to be, and I like that Wilson's getting into that because you know, two Ares. They're just part of war, you know. They yeah. are—I forget what the actual term is. Um, collateral? No, it's collateral damage. They're just collateral damage. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an accepted loss. Um, which is, and, which and, is an interesting idea that he's—he's he's going right. by this logic that just because you're not aligning, like, aligning yourself with someone, that automatically right. means you're part of the enemy. Um, right. Which I think with with Wilson too, you can look at not just war and in the current political climate. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah, garner if, a if lot you're of not that. actively fighting, then you're part right. of the problem. Exactly. And so I just, I feel these are the type of stories that Wonder Woman's meant for because she is that passion of compassion and, and truth and whatnot. And, uh, you know, this is the perfect you know concept for her to tackle. Yeah. And it does, does, there's like, like 
shades here of right and wrong. Obviously, Ares is just completely wrong in what he just did. There's no there's no debate in that. Um, but it's interesting because there are applications where you can say, well, no, there's there's truth to this sometimes. Where if you do just ignore something and you, you don't take a take a stand in it, then you, you kind of are just right. kind of like, I mean, letting the status quo happen. Talking about it, but yeah. Right, well, like, then civil rights, you know? Yeah. Like, during, during that whole thing. And, then, and again, that's that where thing. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I don't want to go <laughs> just into... Just the way you phrased it. That whole thing. Yeah, I, know. I don't want to go into the full thing, but, you know, we, we got X-Men out of it between Professor X and Magneto, you know? And here, I feel like we can... Wonder Woman can tackle it just as effectively as, as the X-Men. Sure, yeah. Now, but, I think what I like about this is... It's a, it's, a, it's a moral debate personally for Wonder Woman, but it's also an ideological kind of commentary on how mm-hmm. to tackle uh, situations like yeah. this. Whether it, it be actual conflicts on a military scale like this, or something a bit more social. Yeah. Um, there's, there's and, and we get a talking griffin in Pegasus. And I think that's things. a wood nymph there as well. Okay. The, 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 the green girl, I'm pretty sure, is a wood nymph. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah, we're, and then we're Steve yeah. kicks a Pegasus. Not Pegasus, a Griffin. <laughs> kicks the Griffin. Oh, man, if he, he kicked the Pegasus, we know that it's a Scott Snyder book because he hates horses. <laughs> yeah, so St- Steve uh, makes a bit of a, a, a mad dash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Running down the mountain with his hands tied. He'll be coming down the mountain when he comes. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough singing on this show. But, well, you're talking but about. I, I do like the, 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 uh, the artist kept that I like the figure that Ares cuts with the big helmet, and you know. Yeah, I love that. Um, for most of the issue, you can still see inside the helmet. Mm-hmm. It's you know the the lights there, and yeah. you can see his, his his face, which traditionally yeah. you can't. And right. then as soon as he makes that decision to to throw it down, it's all back in shadow again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that because then uh, he tries to wreck the the attackers' planes. Um, mm-hmm. Are we satisfied with that phrasing? Just, just the way upset anyone here. Yeah, but see now, now though, I could that that makes sense because those are the actual people dropping bombs. Yeah. So I, I understand, and even I would see Diana being like, "Okay, that's fair." You know. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, no, you don't just kill people. You don't just kill people well and nilly. And she has to yeah. save the jet and the guy in it, which right. makes Ares attack her because he's like, "What? Right? How dare you defy me?" So and... are we still? Here's the thing too. Are we still in the continuity where she was the goddess of war? Yes, as far as I know. Okay, because then that makes this really interesting. That yeah, you have the think... goddess of war versus the god of war. Well, yeah, I think that's know? the idea: is that she, Ares thinks that she should understand because right. she's been in his place. It's just like she should get the decision, um, but obviously she's better than he is. So yeah, so still my up... my favorite uh, version of of Ares. Is from that Azarello, the old man. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so Steve's escape attempt does not go so well. He gets he gets uh, picked back up. Um, actually, uh, I actually laughed out loud at one point. The, the the Griffin says something about you disgusting beakless creature, and I'm like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to use that against someone. Um, but he's like, so they're, they're taking them to to the leader, and Steve refers to it as a he, and they're like, no, who's saying about he? Okay, maybe implying of a of a of a goddess. I'm intrigued. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, let's uh, say, are we thinking of one of the gods? That'd be my f- <laughs> obvious first guess. I think the the fact that they're all kind of monsters and creatures. I'm wondering if it's the mother of monsters. I forget her name, but she was she was one of the titans. 
you know. Oh yeah, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm um, wondering. That, that's the thing I was thinking. Like, a typical mother figures in 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 mythology have Hera, but she wouldn't. She she is too too into the the uh the image of of perfection, right? Mm. Yeah, it could be Gaia as well because she's Mother Earth. Could be Gaia, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's interesting. It, it'd be but, cool if it ends up being. Someone we don't expect from Wonder Woman mythos, you know. Like... I can see it being um, Artemis. Yeah. You know, she's a goddess of the hunt, which but all these creatures still respect that. So the, the goddess, well. yeah, the goddess Artemis, not the Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yes, yes, Artemis. the goddess Artemis. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I had already wiped that Artemis from my mind. Which, which is hilarious because in, in Roman mythology, she's known as Diana. So... Yes. There, there'd be another if if Wilson's going for this whole dichotomy of belief in the differences and things, having Artemis mm. be another player in the game would be really cool. That'd be cool. Uh, I thought that show was better than the first one. Uh, I'm actually yeah, me too. And I was really into the first one. Yeah, up upward trend for this run so far. Mm-hmm. It's only been two issues, admittedly. Still upward trend. Good, I'm good just things. I'm so glad I didn't have to go back and knock half a point off. Yes, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad to, this is the realm that Wonder Woman's playing in again, and it, there's no new gods and that stuff. Because while I, that I, can be fun, this I feels more natural. The, the fascination with bringing the new gods into this later, once we've really established what mm-hmm. what version of mythology we're playing with here, and the old gods, yeah. kind of you know contrast that with new gods. I can see that being interesting later on in the run, just not straight away. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Matt, we've written it. Yeah, this is an eight. Connor, uh, eight point five. I'm going up for once. Yeah, so you are. Um, now I'm inclined so to. Pete drops it on a nine. <laughs> now I'm actually going to be with Connor and go with eight point five. That was really good. Um, uh, and the art, the art is very good. Obviously, Matt's uh, not as Matt's, Matt's much of a fan of Nord, but yeah. Um, I, I, like I, I like the way that they draw uh, Aries in this one. So yeah, I, I think uh, every something. time one woman's like you know leaping into action, it looks so good. Yeah, the, the sequence with the Jets is pretty good, too. Yeah, no, I like the sequence of the Jets. Still, I think it just comes down to a taste thing. You know, and I don't say that it's bad. I, I think um, the art has a really great uh, balance of having these great action sequences and then being uh, hyper uh, hyper expressive with Wonder Woman when it when it needs to be. Mm. Um, I, I also, uh, I feel like so far she's got a really good grasp as well of not overwording the, the, yeah. the book. Yeah, yeah. It flows really well. There's not. Because there's not... yeah, so, this is the first I've ever read Wilson, but um, is that indicative indicative of most of her work? Is I, she... I, I would say, from what I've read of Miss Marvel, uh, she's a bit more wordier on that. There's a lot more okay. kind of, but it, it kind of makes sense for that book because she's a teenager who's really like right. nervous all the time, so she's constantly talking about her feelings. So, yeah, filling space <laughs> yeah. With, with speech. Yeah, yeah. but it, but what? it feels more you know uh, suited to the character. Whereas here, Wonder Woman's a lot more you know. She, I mean, she can crack out a good speech now and then when she needs to, but for the most part, she doesn't have to like babble. Kind of blunt and to the point. Yeah. yeah. So there's a one of my favorite panels has no is one of the the dialogue one uh, dialogue list ones is just uh, after um, after she grabs him with the the lasso and the axe just falls to the floor and you just get that silhouette and the thunk. Yeah. And it's it's a moment that you almost don't even need because you see the axe leave his hand. You see, okay, that's gone. But it just takes that extra beat to pause on it, which I, uh, I really like. We'll move on then to The Flash, issue 59. Joshua Williamson writing Rafa Sandoval on the art. Uh, this is the next part of this 
second Force Quest. Well, actually, this is the first Force Quest story, but like right. this and the last one I felt really linked together. Um, the last few I felt linked together, rather. But this is... Um, uh, they're in Gorilla City, and yep. there's been murder. Now, we find out that a lot of the, the city did evacuate. So it's not like they're all, you know, the whole city. Which, that, the that's good. Dead. Yeah. But, but we know we, that we after need the invasion... Yes. Yeah. We need well, gorillas for later. That's important. Well, after the invasion, though, it feels like Gorilla City is kind of thin, as it is, after what we saw in mm. uh, Flash earlier, you know, with, with the Force Storm and, the, and whatnot. So I like that they explain that here, too. Yeah. So... Um, so, yeah, so obviously Barry wants to investigate and he feels guilty for not coming back and it, it hints to the past with Solovar and how Solovar was going to teach him about the forces. We find out in this, actually, when they see the hologram later on, that uh, Solovar knew about the other forces and we, we get this idea of the the avatars of each force. And any comparison from before that this was kind of like his, uh, you know, different core, like the Green Lanterns have? Yep. This is kind of fitting right into that mould. Like, yep. Because by the end of the book, we you know we get this other uh, the, you know, the strength force uh, avatar at the end. Forza, uh, yeah, Forza, yeah. Um, who's you know she's got her own suit, she's got her own symbol, so it's, it's like you know kind of a triple. She's tapped into it. Triple peak, uh, you thing. know. Yeah, more so, kind of like how Barry did with with. <laughs> there was a cat telling the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of like how Barry did with the flash suit, you know, like it just kind of appeared. Um, I imagine the same happened with her, that she's just kind of, I don't want to say destined, but, you know, kind of how the mm. speed force called out to Barry, maybe yeah. the strength force called out to her. Yeah, um, so they get attacked by some gorillas uh, that turn out to be robots, and then uh, yeah, that was cool. some scientists, uh, you know, some scientist gorillas specifically, just to be that yeah. clear, uh, take them into the lab. and. <laughs> well, like, oh, you know how you know they're scientists? Flat. Sorry about that. They got lab coats on, Matt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I loved it. I, I was getting Planet of the Apes vibes for a second, and I got a little bit worried, and I was like, oh, no, okay. This it's is the, fine. Um, it's the eye pieces as well. Yeah. Mm. That really does it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I love when they get into the gorillas and their whole foundation of their society is the speed force, but in a different way, where it, it, it is reminiscent of the force in Star Wars. Because it's this thing that they're aware of, but they, you know... And they kind of worship it, but they don't yeah, necessarily they kind of have control. Exactly, you know. I don't yeah. want to say they don't interact with it, because they kind of do. Like, we've seen... They do a point. Things. Some of them do. Mm. Yeah. But it's never like... I do want a gorilla speedster at one point. Kind of how we had at the beginning. Yeah. How have we not got one? I don't know, but I need it. It'll happen. Yeah. It will. Give it Williamson, if you're listening, please. This, this is the a, fastest you know, ape alive. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Fastest you know I mean? simian alive. Fastest simian alive. There you go. Uh, I mean, if you remember, the, the the next step after expanding out to the other core is well, we need to double up our members. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. But see, I don't. So while I'm getting Green Lantern vibes, I don't feel like a lot of these are going to be around for for a while. I'm, I feel I'm like they're getting a cross between Green Lantern and, and then the Avatar stuff. You know the the, the swamp yeah. thing and the Animal Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so while I feel like they'll be there, I don't feel like they're going to be the same. Where we're going to be interacting with them a lot because looking how what Salivar had said, like they are meant to to you know look after the multiverse. Right? Yeah. Because um, it also meant, because the, the, the hologram cuts out, and then at the end we hear the scientists say that 
hey, why didn't you tell him everything about the Force series? And it's like, oh, he's not ready yet. So there's more to learn. There's, there's more stuff going on. Um, I do actually really like the sequence where they call Commander Cold to get uh, energy readings because he's, you know, he's got future tech or he knows how to read them because he's from the future. Oh, and you know who he's fighting? Uh, I forget. Who, who is he fighting? Razor. Who, and Razor, mm. which doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but Razor was the villain Wally was fighting in the very first issue of The Flash I ever bought. When I was eight years oh, old. Right, okay. That's why so it's so important. So I saw him, and, and I was like, oh! Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is cool. I mean, Like, it made so, me very happy. I, I'm liking Commander Cole's sort of relationship with both Barry and Iris now. I think it's it's fun. I also like that he seems to be working with Detective Burns back in Central yep. City. Yeah. It's, it's Williamson creating that um, supporting cast again. Yeah. You know, he, for every, for every character he, you know, we don't see like um, Godspeed. What was his name? August. Uh, August. It, we get someone new to replace them, whether it's Commander Cold or Burns or um, who was the other cop that she, he was working with at Iron Heights? Um, her. He isn't what I mean. Uh, oh god, I'm blanking on her name now. I want to say, say Kate. Chris, Kristen. Kristen. It's Kristen. Kristen. There you go. You, yeah, were, you, so, were, you were there with the K. Yeah. So it was just, I like it all. And then the these villains in Gemini, I they kind of annoyed me in the first issue, but I, I kind of like how they operate here. It might just because they're giving me pulpy Indiana Jones grave robbers. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling them, but I kind of like them here. What a surprise! Connor didn't like something. No, I just I didn't like them. I I like most of the the stuff in the issue. Uh, I just I didn't really like those. Well, two. I like how the the gorillas go. Hey, the, it's the ones that attacked, and they go, "No, we'd love to take credit for this, but this isn't us." So, which is a, is a good, it, good point. We have no idea who killed the the gorillas. No, because because mm-hmm. Barry's convinced it's Grodd, but then the scientists like, "No, there's no way it was him." No, and I like how he said the the warrior gorillas are still on his side, so they would just let him in. There's no, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, what we need is we need a mini-series exploring ape politics. Are we sure. Doing? I'll, I'll take it. Um, Give me Congorilla in there, too. Give me Congo Bill. Oh. Why not? So, yeah. Now, I mean, Gemini, I think, are all right. Um, I, I'm leaking the idea of them hunting the Flash around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, like, chasing after him. Um, yeah. I like that. And... Uh, I like the reveal at the end of the the Strength Force Avatar, uh, whatever her name's going to end up being. Where's that's where's Yeah. Oh sure, I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, like in the, the in the oh. way of the Flash, like character name. Yeah. Well, that's what I think it is. Yeah, I, I thought that was. Because... You think, oh, you think Forza's just her, her hero name, or for well, lack yeah, of a better Yeah, because term. in in Spanish, because they're Cuatro Maltese. Does it uh, mean which is in the Caribbean? Something along yeah. those lines. And, and Fuerte is the word for strong, so that that. Oh, okay. That base is there with where, so where is a and it goes with flash. It's got the alliteration, yeah. you know. They're all going to begin with F somehow. What? Just you watch. I'm I'm wondering how they do that because we know that the the stealth force Grodd's tapped into. Mm. So I'm wondering how they do that one because I don't necessarily think Grodd's going to be the avatar for that. No. Or well. even the turtle baby, you know. Okay. You think we'll get someone else? I don't know. Let's. I wonder how they, they're going to touch on that because because Williamson's pretty key in there with Snyder and and Tenyon, so you know that's no, true. You know he yeah. knows what the plans are. It'll be called the halt. The halt. Yes, because you halt when he decides. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> when he decides but, decides it, when he wills it, you halt. 
<laughs> See, we I want to We just don't like it. <laughs> well, no, that's fine. You got to make him look like Juggernaut, though. He's got to be this big, bulky, you know, <laughs> just like stop of a man, like a like a doorstop. Which is actually, I think it's interesting that the strength force avatar isn't. Um... Big and bulky. Remember when Trickster yeah. and Flash were infected? Yeah, by that? somehow yeah. in because... Sandoval's art is, is less yeah. bulky than Flash. <laughs> well, no, and I think that's fine because I feel like it's not just physical strength. No, it's going to be emotional strength. Manipulation, isn't it? Yeah, and it's gravity manipulation as well. So if, I feel when we get her origin, it's going to be like because Corto Maltese is constantly in a civil war that she's had the strength to persevere, whatever side she's on. Yeah, you know. Sorry. I like that Barry pointed out that he was here earlier. Like I like that yep. callback back when he was stopping it's... that rogues mission. Yeah, that was fun. I I know so many people have so many issues with this book. But I just don't see it. I don't know if it's I'm such a Flash fan that it's checking all these boxes. I'm just too close to it. Um, but it's just this is an all time run. Yeah, I've been digging that. I I think since. Uh... Uh, Perfect Storm, which was the one right before Flash War. I think, I think since then, it, I mean, I liked it before then as well, but I think yeah. since then it's been just, especially good. It feels like a one long cohesive story. Like, everything's had payoff, and that's how I like my, my arcs. Like, again, I came up under John's, you know, reading his stories, and they did that a lot. You know, his Teen Titans, his Flash, his Green Lantern. Um, you don't get that too much anymore because there's so much shifting. Yeah. So... Yeah, the shifting's yeah. annoying. I'll, I'll like a good long run. Um, also, so. just uh, seriously, can we get Sandoval off Flash? I don't mind Sandoval on other books, but his Flash is ugly. I, I, I would agree that his Flash is the weakest part of the art in this book. But his Which Flash is kind of problematic when it's yeah. the Flash. But every, yeah, every, it, everyone else, the gorillas, all that stuff, all looks quite good. No, that's why I say just get him off the Flash. I don't want him off all books, because... I like him on other stuff. It's just his Barry, like, is he has such a like a bulky body. He has a fat face. Like Connor's are... made the editor of Flash, and he just like Sandoval. You're writing now. Well, I don't write. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't draw either. So you're out of <laughs> no, here. No, no, no. Just go yeah. to another book where uh, you know because we've seen him be perfectly good yeah, elsewhere. It's... Never usually a standout artist, but usually you know solid, consistent, reliable. It and doesn't bother me. I'm just book, except the Flash is still pretty I, good. Hmm. I'm just and so into the story; the art's not bothering me that much. I mean, I get where you're coming from. But there, there, there are panels of Barry's face that just—it looks like he's had an allergic reaction. He's swollen up. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to Collins and Porter being back on the book and whatever yeah. else. But yeah, um, Gita Yeah. Oh, I miss him on Flash. Yeah. It was the best. He, he seems like he's doing other stuff though, because he he did like two or three issues of tech there, so it's, it's like yeah, he was properly he on yeah. that for a little bit. So yeah, let's uh, let's rate the book, Matt. We we given Flash eight point five. Thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this one. Connor, uh, I give it a seven point five. <laughs> I will give it a straight eight. Oh look at that. First time you digress from either of us. Yeah, Lena, yeah. look at that. Straight eight. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll move on to Batgirl number 29. Uh, sorry? Why are you shooting ahead of that? Um, you completely skipped action. So. Oh, well, I skipped that like four books ago. <laughs> I know. Well, I what? just realized it when you made it to Flash. I thought, 
I thought you were moving up Wonder Woman. So yeah, I did as well. About... I, I remember because yeah. you did Detective and then Wonder Woman, and I thought, oh, you're doing yeah. Wonder Woman because whatever, you'd spotlight yep. it. Um, yep. No, I, I just I just skipped over it in my list. Um, yeah. In that case, <laughs> we're moving I, on. I, I know not to correct you as you're talking because you'll yell at me. So. <laughs> yeah, but we've had a pause in the recording since then. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, we, we have. Had since we we started... had one after Wonder Woman. Yeah, we had one after Wonder Woman. Oh. It was a very, very brief pause, but we did yeah. have one. Yeah, yeah, you had your chance. <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I forgot like... by the time we finished Wonder Woman. Cause we had yeah, because you don't read action that. comics. Yeah. Because so I remembered at the start of that book, I remembered, I was like, oh, it's weird, we're not going on to that. Okay. But then, yeah. Without further ado, we will move on to action comics. 1,000, uh, what are we on? Five. 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 There you go. Why does Connor know that? He's not. Because I saw all. Uh, this week, for whatever reason, there's been a bunch of news articles going, oh, here's what happened in Action Comics 1005. Oh, yeah. Look, they're making question. a big deal about and I'm like, I'm like, Red yeah, Cloud. Cool. Yeah, Red Cloud. And it's. it's By the way, every time I go to say Red Cloud, I say Red Tornado by accident. Every yeah. time. So, Pete, when this book opens, it is. Venice has been giving us the, the workspaces of yeah. different characters. Is this meant to be um, goods? That's what I thought, because we've went through everyone else, because this has been a different desk every time, right? Or is it meant to be the um, the gossip columnist? I can't tell. Um, it's, it's one or the other. Why would she try to talk, contact Amanda Waller? That's... I don't know. But I also don't know why... It would be good, though, either. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. And there's a lot of Adam love in here with... Uh, Ryan Choi. Palmer. Oh, wait. Hold on. There's several mentions of Ryan Choi in this. It says Robinson on the cup. So... Uh, with the red eye... Anyway, um, so so we have one of the mob bosses trying to buy Dial H for Heroes Dial. Yep, uh, I love that. Uh, we turns out it's a counterfeit one. Yes, but it's counterfeit. Yes. The the discussion here on how it works and like, do you just get the suit? Do you get the name? Do you have to come up with that stuff on your own? <laughs> like, I just love Ben just kind of poking fun at that, and we know that it's coming later. You know, we, we got an announcement that he fully plans to use it with, with Jimmy and stuff. Yeah. So And we get the you know. question making a guest appearance because he wants Ooh. to know who Red Cloud is. Uh, some humor here because the, the guy realizes that someone's behind him and he's like, is it Batman? Mm-hmm. Please don't be Batman. Um, yep. And the question, you know, makes his dramatic entrance. <laughs> and I love it just like the gypsy said. So this guy has been going to different people and uh, even a fortune teller said that Batman was going to bust him up. Like, I, what I like about the art here is there's like a, the dial itself is used as a layout mm-hmm. in like three or four yeah. pages and it, it sort of moves position as to where it is until we get yeah. the reveal that it's the question uh, on the final page of the scene. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So here's, here's the thing. So the next scene's at the Daily Planet and it's good talking to Clark and trying to like dig for information and he's like talking about Lois and stuff. Am I crazy or does he just take off his glasses in front of her like it's nothing? Uh I don't see it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Bottom of the page. Oh, crap, he does. <laughs> what the hell, Clark? 
He takes them off and smells at her. As if it's nothing. And I thought, did we switch to a different character without me realising? And I'm like, no, that's Clark. No. For all the conversation, that's him. I didn't even notice it until just now. I I read those the, the the four panels on the bottom of this page like six times on yeah or you know when I read it yesterday because I'm like surely there's an explanation for here for why he's doing this and I'm like I don't understand yeah. what's going on but it's obviously not a mistake like that that would no. take surely the artist would go hey Ben this are you sure you want me to draw Clark taking his glasses off <laughs> he's like yes yeah maybe it's part of his plan he's 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 on to Whatever you know what I mean. I mean, because she's even even before we get to the end, he's been onto her from mm. the kryptonite to to different things. I mean, is it suggesting you know? that he's so good that he's disguised? It, the glasses are only part of it. It doesn't actually. I you know it's... maybe because there's that stuff about the about his posture and just the way that he holds himself. That he's unrecognizable because you would never guess that Clark and Superman are the same person. It just it, f- it just it felt it, so it, weird. It's problematic, Pete. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I mean, I was I was going through this because I want to know who Red Cloud was so bad mm. that I, not that I was speed reading, but I wasn't clearly I wasn't taking in all the art panels. Right. Yeah, um... I probably just read the the I probably just read the bubbles and didn't even notice it. So, so Melody Muir calls him uh, to come mm-hmm. and meet her, uh, and meanwhile the mob boss is like complaining to her boss. They're in the tank. Is like, hey, we're oh. supposed to be a hidden society, and everyone's starting to find out about us. And someone yeah. killed the question for me, and she's really upset. Uh, and she's also like, can I speak to the Red Cloud? Is the Red Cloud here right now? And then I love how one of the other monsters is like, oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> she could be here <laughs> at any right. point. Um, I'm saying she because. I know it's a she, but, no. <laughs> but well, we we kind of always known that she was a she. Uh, did we? From the, from the beginning, yeah. Oh, fair enough. It's fair always enough. had a, a, a feminine form. I I thought I was saying that just because I knew who it was. I know what you're saying. No, no, you you have always said she. Have I? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so Clark goes to meet Melody Moore, uh, and she tells him this story, but she had to go to this gala, and she met the mayor. And it was very suspicious because the mayor basically implied that hey, she'd probably stop investigating those fires. Uh, so she's come to Clark with this um, because Superman said to reach out to Clark Kent um, yeah. and that's, that's basically so he's, he's on the case uh, and we get him flying off into the sky uh, and he x-ray visions the mayor's office and the mayor's on the floor uh, with like a it, it, in a fetal position yeah he's got an empty glass of like you know yeah. presumably whiskey or something whatever he was drinking yeah. uh, sitting lying in the floor next to him he's in a fetal position and because Clark uses x-ray vision and he's like huh bad time <laughs> like yeah, yeah no shit no shit uh, and that's when red smoke starts to appear around him and then the yeah. red cloud attacks him uh, and it's very vicious because it's got like in his nostrils in his mouth it's a whole thing yeah. um, and he has to speed away to get, get away from them yeah, because um, there's a few pages here of just art, and he's he's kind of like um, falling down inside the red cloud until he lands on this and on, on this roof, and then he speeds away, flies off. Right. The art's fantastic here. It's just just a few the, pages. Yeah, of- the, the bottom of that panel where it they added like a motion blur, and it's him using his vision because you can tell he's looking around. Yeah, but in super to speed. see where they went in super speed, and it's yeah. just I've never seen that done before. Yeah, so. it was it was nice. 
and, cool. and this is basically the issue. We basically just be landing the red cloud, landing on a roof, and she's mm-hmm. basically just be like, "Oh, I just went face to face with the greatest of all time, and I love to tell a, tell a tale. I chased off Superman." Uh, and then we see that it's good, which it's not the most surprising thing in the world because she's the one. I mean, it was going to either be her and Melody didn't make a lot of sense, but they're the only two new no. characters, you know, big prominent well, characters. Well, the two, and also the I had it. It was maybe the gossip columnist, right? Oh, really? You, you thought know, it was going to be her? <laughs> yeah, well, just because we we've gotten a lot of her lately. Oh, okay. That was definitely a a red herring. Um, but I'm starting. But not to a red cloud. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm starting to wonder if she got a hold of the hero dial, and that's how she has these powers. Oh, she has the real because one. The... Yeah. Okay. So. Don't they only last for a short amount of time, though? Yeah, but if I mean, maybe she has a a a plus one. She has one that that gives you permanent. Oh. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it's pretty good. I I liked the the more stuff because, she goes yeah Superman told me to come see Clark Kent. Um, so I, I like that. I like that they're building a, a rapport. Yeah, I also I like how yeah. she leaves that scene putting her hood up. So she's like, it's it's like uh, like deep throat. She's coming to meet a reporter, yeah. and then she's like, hey, sneaking mm-hmm. off into the night so no one can see her. Yep. All the conspiracy yep. in Metropolis. Um, no, I, I dug this actually quite a bit. Uh, I'm liking uh, uh, action in Superman. Admittedly, I think Superman maybe won this month between the two because it had it was that great Zod issue. So that, that's the yeah. first time I think Superman's taken it from action yeah. in the month. Both, but. both, both are pretty strong though. I think I really, <clears throat> I really enjoyed this issue though too. So, um, just the the red cloud reveal. It's kind of hoping it'd be something different, something that we we couldn't yeah. guess. But I, I, you know. Joe, I like about the two books though. It's kind of like how we often say about how detective should be the more detectivey focused Batman yeah. book. This is the more reporter-focused uh, Superman yeah. book, whereas Superman itself is doing big cosmic, you know, super beings. Kind yeah, of thing. I mean, it's getting the 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 whole planet into the Phantom Zone yes. type stuff. This is mob bosses in you know the hero dial, the conspiracies you know, and investigations. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a different side of it, which is nice. Yeah, um, which is cool. So. Now, and now it was great. So, like you said, we've only got one mm-hmm. issue left of Sook, and then Epting's coming up, which is not a bad thing. I am looking forward to Epting. Who uh, we? Epting uh, on Superman. Like, that's... I needs it. Yeah, and then and Sook's working on a secret thing with Bendis, which could be Superman-related, could be completely standalone, could be someone yeah. else. Who knows? But, uh, no. Uh, like the issue a lot. Um, I, I, I think, oddly, though, I will say that it did read really quick, and I'm like, oh, another month? Okay, so... Yep. Which, which is a nice complaint to have because it means I'm enjoying yeah. the book, but well, because we were used to both of them double shipping, so it was like, oh, we don't have to yeah. wait, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what are you giving it, Matt? Eight five. Uh, art's fantastic. The story's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I I agree with the eight five. I think it doesn't quite have the spark to give the no. uh, get the amazing nine, but no, I'll give it an eight five. Yep. So that will take us on to Batgirl issue 29, uh, Mirg Red Scott on the writing, of course, and Paul Politier on the on the art. Uh, this is Batgirl racing to the art gallery because Grotesque has got like a mass murder planned to cover up the fact that he swapped all the art with the fake art that he's got. Um, uh, obviously, the, the dark web are in this... Uh, worm. Yeah, worm, um, which gets into the fight and stuff later because it starts taking over. There's several people who have got the... the the, the implants, implants or whatever they're called right. um, and they, they turn into robot well not robots but you know like uh, what are they called 
the um Cy- Cy- cybernetic controlled drones or whatever you want yeah, to call them. Yeah, there, there's a name that, that he that Jabs uses. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that, that's kind of wrapped up the first arc of uh of the run from Scott. Mm-hmm. Um. And I thought it was pretty solid. I I think this arc is a is a whole's been a kind of a a simple enough kind of settling in run or arc mm-hmm. to to sort of testing the waters testing yeah. the waters yeah. get, getting a feel for her babs um which i think is my favorite part of this run uh, so far is the characterization of babs and and jim uh, well yeah the, the whole gordon's thing yeah. like I, I gordon's think, are tough yeah i think this issue might be my least favorite of the arc uh mm. just you know when it resulted to oh yeah okay let's fight the cyber drones that, yeah, that, that's a fair, fair complaint. Yeah. Um, I do. Oh, they're called terminals. Terminals, there you go. Which yeah. actually is a really fitting name for them. Joe, you know I really like about this though um, is I like the idea that the cop who's been taken over ultimately makes the the right choice and then gets mm. killed anyway. I I, I think yeah. uh, the, the 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 worm stuff is more interesting here than it actually got in in Nightwing because yeah, yeah. it sets up this idea that. Yeah, this this if it, this if, if this guy's controlling the, anyone like this, it can just snap its fingers and dead. That's what happens right. here. He just gets killed. Yeah, there's there's consequences for dealing with it. Yeah, and the whole I like that Babs hitting on his addiction, and then him telling what it is, and she's kind of like, oh, because that wasn't what she was expecting. Mm. You know, so I just like how that played. But yeah, the the strength here was the the stuff with Gordon. And Babs, and you know all, all the character stuff's great, and mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, I, I said oh, I wasn't too big on the the just the the fight section. Mm. It still is fine. It's as as fight sections go, uh, arts still yeah. good. There's nothing wrong with it. It just it felt a little bit like oh, it's the end of the arc, so we have to have a bit of a fight. Yeah, that's fair. I I like the what they did with the the doubt here because because both both Gardens at some point in this issue kind of doubt themselves. You know, one point. Babs basically gives up and says she doesn't matter, and then you know it's like no yeah. wait what am I talking about I'm being stupid like get up Gordon's don't give up, um and I like that when Gordon's in the hospital afterwards yeah Jim Gordon that's uh, and he's yeah. lying there on the bed he like, even he like kind of cries a little bit and says you know I give this side so much and yet it somehow finds a way to just take well, more, um, and and I like how Babs like well we both can't be the one that's upset but then she's kind of like well no sometimes it's just life. Yeah. yeah, you know, so I like that she's coming to that. You know, there's over an arc. There's already been a change. Yeah, in her. Um, and so the little tease at the end where it maybe sets up some future stories here, which you know implies that Jim Gordon's going to be a, a prominent character, and that's just mm-hmm. you know ongoing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It makes sense. You know, it's so, so that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the FBI show up looking for him. Like we need to speak to Jim Gordon. So, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how. This is definitely. Going. This is definitely about Junior, right? Very possibly. I'm also wondering if maybe uh, the Darknet framed them for like all the patents or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Because Junior, we know, is showing up in uh, Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. So I don't oh, think yeah. we'll get him yeah. here, at least until after that. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it'll be after that because they set him up in the annual, right? With, with, yeah. Or in issue 25 with, with the extra stories. We set yeah. up that he will, in yeah. some capacity, be around. Yeah, and I that's what it, made me think about it, but I forgot about him showing up in Batman. And that's only in yeah. like a couple of months where that's happening. So I imagine right. we'll get him. Isn't in the first issue third. of December? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think and it's Batman who laughs. Is that a mini? Yeah, six issues. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, by then that could be enough time. That puts it about 
late spring. It, it puts it to about the end of the second arc of this, depending on how long mm -hmm. the arcs are. Give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think, okay, it's third arc. Is that, that's where we can do Junior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could do it in the second, but I just uh, assuming it comes yeah. after the. I mean, the, she has a legitimately great serial killer brother. Like you know, you can't not use that every so often. Yeah, such a good creation. Even it's even good. do the Hannibal thing where they they have to team up. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, and he's behind bars. It's kind of it's kind of the, the the joke that they almost put in Cabin in the Woods, um, where there was going to be like a, just a regular guy who was a killer called kevin and that the joke was is that no no it's, some people don't uh, don't have masks or like they're not vampires they're not this they're not that he's just a guy named kevin and i kind of like the idea that batman has a villain who's just jim yeah <laughs> he's just yeah. jim yeah. gordon jr he's you know he's not I some big kevin wacky personality like Jason. You know? so but i like that yeah that version too you know what i mean like, i thought the name kevin was just supposed to be like jason like he's he's this big you know masked killer but the fact that he's a person... Yeah, because I, I believe this the deleted scene... I don't know if it was one they filmed or if it was one that was scrapped before they, filmed, okay. they, shot, they shot it, but it was like... They thought it was just a guy that was working there, was helping them, and then he turned around and stabbed someone. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh he's Kevin snatch. from the board. Because <laughs> his name's still on the board. See if you look at... See how that famous pause yeah, yeah. screen in yeah. Cabin in the Woods? His, yeah. na his name is on the board. And the only two things we don't see from that board in the movie is Kevin... And the snowman, right? I'm upset well, about both. Now, now I'm disappointed because that movie it's already pretty great, but it yeah. could have been even better. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh so. man, let, what a letdown! <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of hit on that in, in Predators with Topher Grace's character, you know, who sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh god, yeah, that's just don't remind me. <laughs> and then, and then they completely mishandle it, you know. Um, um I, actually, this is the weird thing, Matt. Arrow did a really good example of this this season. Oh, this week. Who, you gotta tell me who the villain's supposed to be. I thought he's from the comics. At least that, no. that I know. Oh. It's, it's, just, it's called Stanley. That's <laughs> the guy named Stanley. And he's kind of uh. he's kind of Oliver's sidekick in prison. Stanley the sidekick. Yeah, he he even calls himself the sidekick. Yeah, he wants to be the new sidekick. <laughs> We, we, we were jokingly calling him the Red Arrow for a while. Although I think we have to change it to the Red Scalpel. Red Scalpel. <laughs> he is utterly deranged. It's fantastic. Which yeah. works because when he stabs someone, it does become red. I mean, there's some yeah, truth to this. Yeah. When he stabs someone, you go, wait, you? Still? Every time. <sighs> that, is, that is not enough to make me want to watch Arrow, but, you know. No, I don't, but... Okay. It, had, it had a legitimately very good episode this week, which was which is rare, which is absurdly rare for that it, show. It's legitimately one of the best episodes of that. It's probably the best episode that show's had in like five years. Yeah, maybe what the best episode that's ever had, but it's definitely one of the best it's had in five years. So, so there wasn't a lot of bloodlust. No, no, not in the <laughs> okay. traditional sense. I mean, Stanley's got no. a bloodlust, but I'm okay with that bloodlust. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's, liver that came should out be death. the traditional sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, anyway but yeah, Batgirl was good. Um, I'm, I'm was, liking Scott's yeah. run so far, and uh, mainly the character stuff, the personal stuff between her and her dad. Um, I like that a lot. And art's very good as well. Um, yeah, and I, I like what the villain did. Like I say, I like the snap of the fingers and the instant death. Um, even even if yeah. it does kind of result, res, you know, resolve into just kind of oh, let's fight the the robot villains. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's a fair complaint. Uh, what, what are you giving it, Matt? Uh, well, seven five. 
pretty pretty good, but nothing spectacular. Connor. Yeah, I'm with the seven point five. I'm gonna give it a straight eight. Fair enough. Must the positivity for change. All right. Uh, moving on then to Justice League Odyssey issue three. Uh, Joshua Williamson writing, and I'm not upset about Phil Briones in of himself, but I'm not either. Sejic, so but yeah, it's not Cedric Starfire, and I didn't get nearly enough. It's upset. Cedric Starfire. Is that, Have you seen oh. the the thing Cedric's been posting? He's been doing like just you know warm up Wonder sketches. Woman the Wonder Tomb Woman and Tomb Raider. It's yes. so good. Yeah, my it, favorite one is where they're they're comparing scars. It's become I like, a, that one, I like the one where he's find the they find the the T Rex. Yeah. I like the one where they've they've swapped their uh, ropes and uh, she's like Lady Croft. I don't think that's the the right rope when she's holding the yeah. lasso. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's become a running thing. It's just become like a running like gag of all these yeah. Tomb Raider and Wonder Woman jokes. Yeah. Um, Apparently, he did this before where he put all these like random pages like that out. And just not in any yeah. order. And then once they were all out, it's like you can collect them, and it's actually Create a short story. Own. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he just, but, but because of publishing rights, he couldn't actually just publish them. Right. Obviously, yeah. But, I, I, so feel, I feel. I feel like that, it's that again. I feel like Gail Simone has written both characters in comics. She she's perfect. To... Oh, Gail Simone's been retweeting them. Yeah, and oh, she's been into it. I saw. And so they said, like, if they can't make this, they can't pull this off because of licenses with, with Tomb Raider. Um, then just make it Barbara Ann. And I was like, you're speaking my language. <laughs> um, yeah, Dark Horse, just play nice with DC and just Please. get it done. Just I mean, like, it's not the want. first time. We've had, we've had Batman versus Alien and Predator and, and stuff oh, yeah. Dark Horse. So. There's precedent. This is yeah. the sort of thing that benefits both companies, so they're mm-hmm. usually kind of okay with it. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's benefits to happiness. There's this precedent for this happening. Um, not with Dark Horse recently, but I mean, we had you know just like Power Rangers with with Boom. Mm-hmm. We had Batman Turtles with uh, IDW. So I mean, they're clearly up for playing ball with other yeah. publishers. We had a Green Lantern with it with Star Trek. Yeah, that was also IDW. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a few examples in the last couple of years. Yeah, so yeah, it's a thing. Um, so yeah, just the Odyssey issue three. Uh, they have to skip the planet because the planet obviously Starfire is going nuts and they kind of drain her to, to knock her out. Um, yep. uh, the cyborg blasts her a fair bit with his uh, sonic boom. Uh, that's, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, booyah, yeah. if you want. So, sonic booyah. There you go. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, and they have to race off. I, I love that Jess is like, okay, the ship's taking too long. I'm just going to put a construct around and <laughs> make it a bigger ship. That was go. fantastic. That was yeah. great. Uh, and they end up crashing on another planet in the ghost sector. And Starfire's kind of down for the count. She's kind of ill. Uh, and oh. Cyborg stays with her. Joe, you know I love my, my running gag in this? Because part of it was my own joke because it cuts to mm-hmm. this other planet in the ghost sector at one point and we find out that Asriel's... Um, like fan or whoever calling him, right? He's a new Azrael, but instead of the yeah. Order of Saint Dumas, he's in the Order of Azrael. Yeah, but it's a like Rapture. Rapture. Yeah. Rapture. He, I actually said out loud when I was reading this. Oh, sh- of course, his follower is the worst one, who's this like mad serial yes. killer, right? And then I laugh because like two pages later, it's Jessica being like, "Oh, do I have to take Azrael? Really? Do I need to take yeah. him?" <laughs> I was like, "Come on, you don't want us out there." Fine, I guess. Just don't be weird. Yeah, so great. Um, uh, that's good. Like so much. But yeah, I like that character of Rapture. It just in yeah. a meta sense. Actually, that was like, probably my my favorite art of the book was when it cut to that other planet. The, the nighttime yeah. stuff in that other planet, I think, was my favorite art of the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, that stuff is not bad. And I, I like the, 
Yeah. No, because you, you get to the end of the book, and I like that the ghost sector interplays with itself. Like, it's... Yeah. You know how, you know, Ray Palmer would go to the microverse, and it's its, its own thing? Yeah. I'm feeling like the ghost sector's going to end up being this thing. Yeah. Like that. I'd be you know so, what I mean? I'd, like... I would be cool if the ghost sector sticks around as a place in the DC mm-hmm. universe. I like yeah, the idea. Yeah. But they're all interconnected, and you have Kaluans, and you have, you know, the different planets. You have the, the Tamaranian... Yeah worshippers and you have you know like because, it's really cool because we uh find out that um uh there's there's colon slaves on this planet because uh jess and that are trying to find parts for the ship and they end up it's like when they realize that they've got slaves it's like yeah okay we have to bust this up right now um and fight in shoes and of course starfire you find out that 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 the guy that had enslaved the colons also has had some terrible uh, interactions with Kaluan. So it's like, what has been going on in the ghost sector that's enabled all of this? Yeah, a lot, a lot of know? bad shit by the, by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, but Starfire and Cyborg eventually shop and they kind of save the day. But uh, yeah. worth mentioning, of course, there's a lot of twists because there's, there's this random character who shows up at the ship who claims he's yeah, a doctor uh, and he helps uh, Starfire. But we see during the fight that it's actually Darkseid. Darkseid, like, you know, it changes format to Darkseid. It was like a spell or something. Dark, dark hologram, apocalypse yeah. hologram, yeah. or whatever, and uh, he's like, "Oh, good, yes, they're 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 well, they're working together exactly as I planned." Yes, whatever, yeah. whatever he's skimming, uh, that's what we're doing. And then the final reveal is is the uh, rapture. Was it rapture or rapture? Rapture. 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 Um, we see him, and he's like, he's being informed. Oh, the cyborg one's here. You know, the, you're looking for him. You're looking for the avatars. He's here. And he's like, oh, that's weird. I thought it'd be on his own planet. And then it turns out the night city that we're in has a uh-huh. giant statue of Cyborg. Yeah, because the Kaluans, once they see Cyborg, they start worshipping him as the machine. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. All I'm saying so. is any planet that has a giant Cyborg, it's doing it wrong when you could have a giant Starfire. Yeah. Amen, brother. Even Booster Gold agrees because he should have gone surfing with the Tamaranian princess. Obviously. You know? <laughs> like, um, I mean, sh- sure. Um, I. Well, yes, issue issue was good. Now, obviously, there's a natural disappointment because Cedric's not on the book anymore. Yeah, it's still so. I still it, wonder what this book was supposed to be because. Yeah. Remember when it was sold to us that it was, you know, Dark, Dark Side, Side is kind is... of a lector. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not getting that at all anymore. Now yeah, he's this different. manipulated kind of off screen. Which is Dark Side. Like he's just Dark yeah, Side. Yeah, I, I wonder if that even... was it. I wonder if they just decided, you know what, this is just too on Dark Side, whatever this plot is yeah, that we're doing. Could it be. could be. Mm. But, but I'd like to I'd like to read that version in script form and just see yeah, just how different. Yeah. Yeah, I still oh. think this is a, a good issue. I do mm-hmm. think it's missing something without that extra spark in the art, though. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because I think the, the 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 book it's pretty standard what it's doing, you know. Uh, and it was the art that made it unique and go, okay, no, this is why you have to read it yeah. rather than what it was actually doing. In the I, I, I'm still digging it, and I feel like yeah. with Williamson, <laughs> knowing his work on Flash, and again, assuming that he's back after that one issue off that Abner's doing, we will find out next time. Yes, we will. Yeah. Um, this is just him like setting the seeds for whatever he's he's you know plan is. For I would hope thing. so, yeah. Uh, so, if there's a rapture that's a worshiper of Azrael running around, are there versions of him, not him, but like him for Starfire and Cyborg? 
Um, Maybe, yeah. Cyborg, I'd say, is, is any because you know, so Raptors modeled himself as for Azrael. I think mm-hmm. Cyborg's really easy to to have someone go really far and like you know they've cut off like their arm and replaced it with Cyborg right. to be more like mm-hmm. Cyborg. I'm not sure what the person who's obsessed with Starfire does to go that extra length to be like her. Grows her hair out and dies at red. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll, that'll make a difference. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just wondering if there's because that, that would be cool. There could be. I feel like this is kind of maybe unique though because the whole idea is that he wants to wipe out the other, the other, you know, gods, right, and just have have. I can his... see. I can see a lot of them feeling that way in the idea that. We're thinking, oh, they're the old gods. It's kind of one religion, right? You know, in terms mm-hmm. of like a yeah. like a like an ancient Greek style, like okay, yeah, they're, gods. they're not a pantheon. You think you think, right. you think there's a three way kind of war that's constantly going on? Yes, based on, I think okay. it's three separate religions. I mean, yeah. even in the pantheon, you know, if you if you look at like you know, take Greece, well, you, you, you have the cults, had, right? Well, even with aside from the cults, you had cities like Athens, which was you know Athena's right. city, and then okay. you'd have. People like who who weren't followers of Athena would like go no, no, no we're we're not having that we're, we're enemies with them even though they're all part of Greece and follow the same right. gods overall. Yeah, but you know Athena likes us more, so we're gonna build over here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what are you rating them at? Oh, this is an eight. I you know well, it could could have been higher, and I hate to beat up Briannis because he's not. Cedric, but <laughs> it's such an like, unfair criticism to, to it do is because it's like it's, it's like you're doing content, a great job content but... yeah it's it's consistent it's still good you know just a little bit not as yeah it's just, just you know solid house style it's no i feel bad because there, there are only a handful of eyes that you can come after says you can go this is Actually, absolutely equally as good do what they need to do is to go Again, unique but different. Like, so you have to put Irving on this as like the follow-up parts. But like, oh, this is so different but good in a different way that it'd be like we can't even it compare. Stands it stands out. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is more like oh, no, this is solid, but it's solid kind of normal art. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. No, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you giving it, Connor? I'm giving it a seven. I still think it's good, but it's just missing that extra spark. I'm going to split the difference and go 7.5. Um, but uh, uh, I'm happy to have a fix for my girl Jess and. Uh, I'm, I'm still digging. I'm digging the, the the world building of the ghost sector and finding out about all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I do like the ghost sector as a concept, and I hope it sticks around. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll move on then to the terrific issue ten. Jeff Lemieux writing Victor Bogdanovich on the art. This is the first issue he's done, I believe, uh, on art. It's interesting yeah. to me that um, we had Gene Luen Yang on the annual, and we said, "Hey, he'd be good to do more terrifics." And then we've got the artist from New Superman also working on the yep. book. Uh, can't can't help but think that <laughs> IEDs are brewing here. Just a little confession. Obviously, I I, I missed that week. I couldn't finish mm-hmm. the annual. I couldn't finish that Gene Lin Yang. I couldn't get through it. Oh man! I always be... yeah. Well, so I, I missed this, a little bit this, with whatever this was. Damn it, Connor! This, Wait, this issue thing? was the most Marvel of the Terrifics, <laughs> down to the way it ends. I'm just. What you mean when he Lemire's... says "terrifics no more" and he's walking away like yeah. Spider-Man walking away from the, yeah, yeah. the thingy? Yeah, yeah. And he, I imagine that he threw his his mask in the trash, but he he didn't. Yeah, but uh, I I love the the coloring on that page as well. Yep. The other page I really love the coloring on, especially is uh, the page where Terrific's stabbing the thing in the eye. Yeah, yeah. it's really, 
So basically, this is they confront uh, uh, Java, and Java's like, "Well, screw you guys. Here's the celestial being that you encountered before." So we ha- they have to fight the celestial being. So everyone kind of teams up. Tom Strong and his family. He calls it a celestial. Like, I, like Lemire is just doing this in spite. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, celestial Titan. Yeah, because he announced he's not yeah. doing work for hire anymore. You know, one. You know, because right. uh, he's written up to fourteen issues of this, and then that's him. He's done. Um, right. he's doing creator own stuff only and get the fact that he's getting movie and TV deals and almost everything he's ever written at this point yeah. means he's you know what probably the good choice he's making money mm-hmm. <laughs> good for him um, but you know so he's like yeah screw you Marvel this is just the last F you in my way at the door <laughs> it, you can tell at least he feels like he's been treated better recently by DC even if he's given up work oh yeah because I feel I feel like uh, Black Hammer even though obviously there's some Marvel references you can make with the hammer especially yeah. Um, I feel like it's like when it's when you compare it to a lot of DC characters, you compare it to Watchmen in a, a lot of ways. You're like this feels more like a love letter to these things. You know, when he does his Legion, when he does his JSA, it feels like a love letter to these concepts. Yeah. Not whereas this feels a bit more like, well, they don't let me do Fantastic Four, so I'm just going to throw D- everything D- in D- here. DC said I could have a year on Fantastic Four, so screw you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's still uniquely DC. Like, just sure, like, yeah. I mean, even adding Tom Strong in there, where Tom Strong is a love letter to um, um, Doc Samson. Hmm. Like, you know. Joe, Joe I, I oh. liked about this. I liked that by the end, and they realized, wait, we're back on Earth. We, we don't have to, we're not bound together anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? We'll just split up. Yeah, that's the point. But I love that Linnea, the one who, you know, was away from our planet, who right. did want to go back a lot back at the start. It's like, no, wait, we're a team now, though. And we have to be- yeah. defeat Java. Cool. Like he's our nemesis. Yeah, we have to do that, this. That's her family now. Yeah. you know, yeah. like um, I was like, that's just yeah. kind of sweet. Um, and it's like, and I, I don't know how we're getting uh, Rex back to being metamorpho, but it's happening. I don't know how. Of course, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Uh, whatever's going, it'll just wear off and it'll just come yeah. back at some point. I I have expected Java to hit him back with the the eye of horse thing, whatever. Yeah. Turned him and went. All right, there there you go. See you later. If you so- if you can't, if I can't have uh, Sapphire. You can't be Rex, you know. If if uh, I if I was to guess here, I'd say that the final, maybe not the final issue, but I'd say the final point of this book is it'll be them deciding to stick together as a team, and that'll be kind of where it leaves yeah. off. And it's it's up to DC if they want to continue the book and let someone else come in and actually write the adventures of the Terrifics. But, but that's where Lemire's leaving it. For yeah, sure. is is them yeah. saying, hey, okay, you know what, you know what, we're deciding that we are a team, we are a family. Let's yeah. do this. Um. Which you know should be fun. Uh, obviously, there was some fun plastic man shenanigans as well as there usually is. Uh, yeah, him clearing debris and whatnot is a big truck him, thing. <laughs> yeah, him turning into supports to hold up the building while Mister Terrific does what he needs to with Tom mm. Strong. Like that was, I loved it. Yeah, because he's all over it, the place. He's, literally, he's complaining that it's really heavy, and then he pops his head in and says, "Oh, you two are cute," because they they keep like finishing each other's scientific like yeah. guesses. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really nerdy. But like, he's like, "Oh, you two are sweet." Oh. Yeah, and then in more Marvel referencing, we get essentially a fastball special. <laughs> we, yes, we do, uh, but with a slingshot. It's a plastic man slingshot. Yeah, but it's it's for all intents and purposes, it's the same. Yeah, but it's better. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, I will say I really like Bogdanovich, and I think his art in this is still very good. But... I don't think he's the right fit for this book. Uh, 
I think he's a little bit too scratchy and gritty and uh, just less clean than a lot of the other artists we've had on this book. And that's not a critique against his art in general, because I really like him on other stuff. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I feel like he still falls into this more cartoony style, though, that kind of fits for yeah. what this book is. I get that. It's, I mean, it's just it... not quite clean enough for me. Well, at least by it. clean, you... Because it is clean. His art's very clean. It's not the blocky style that's no, no, reminiscent. It's, it's scratchy, though, his art is yeah. the word I'd use to describe it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying, but I, I don't. I mean, I'm always fine to see Bogdanovich. No, I, was thinking, I like Bogdanovich. I mean, we, we had him on Silencer not so long ago, yeah. and I thought it was great on that book. Um, but I, and there's nothing wrong individually with the art. I just don't think it's the right fit for this book. Okay. I mean, compared to Shainer and who else have we had on here? Like, uh, it definitely, it's one of these I, things that's not I like think, the other one. I think he fits on this book more than Reese did. I agree with that, yeah. But I think Reese was, yeah, was a no. mistake on this book. Even though, again, I, I think it's a fine artist, I think it was a mistake on this on this title. Hmm. We've had, uh, we had Eaglesham as well, right? Yeah, he was good. Eaglesham. Yes. Yeah. He's on that Shazam, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like this issue. I like what it's set up, uh, and it sets up at the end, of course, that uh, Doctor Dread, aka Java, uh, is is going to set up his own team. Now that the Terrific's of the Spies, like, no, I'm going to have my own team, my, my an army. Yeah, his army. Uh, is this this where uh, we get Dreadbots? Yeah. Well, he. This is where we're going to get across the multiverse too, and I feel like uh, that's where it's going to go. Is like the Terrific's. They might. They'll they'll end up being a team. But they're kind of the multiversal team, you know. Yeah, I could see so, that. I could see that. Yeah, I'm thing. okay with it. Uh, I said it's just to do lots of random things in different weird earths with, right? You know, whatever they can do anything they want at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you giving it, Matt? Uh, it's a seven point five. Hmm. Connor, it's just a straight seven. I'll go back. I'll go straight. Eight. Uh, uh, I feel like the Terrifics has never let me down. I, I've never not had just a a, a blast reading that. Um, and this was this was most, mostly fun action this issue, but uh, I, I like the emotion stuff at the end of Linear. I thought it was a nice touch. All right, then we'll move on to Titans issue thirty. Dan Abnett writing Minkayu Zhang on the art. So the Titans were stranded on this planet. Uh, I mm-hmm. love how in this one they're talking about how we need to get back to Earth. We've got vital information to save them from drowned Earth, and I'm like, that's already done, guys. It's finished. <laughs> You're yeah. fine. <laughs> they, they figured it out without you. Yeah, uh, Akamon. East Ak- boy is still rampaging. He is. Uh, Miss Martian, of course, turned into a true white Martian self, and she's fighting right. Beast Boy. Although she, she, she's aware of who she is, though, and she calms him down eventually. That's how yeah. the fight ends. Um, because right. because uh, Donna and uh, I think uh, Steel are trying to like hold them back at one point. <laughs> it's not going very well. It's um, not working. Yeah. So so this issue. What I liked about this issue is this is the issue where Donna says, "Hey." I kind of need to be a leader, and I'm going to be a leader because they're all basically saying, "Ah, oh, well, we're barely a team before. Now Nightwing's gone. Like, what? You know, what we're we doing?" And Don Alex says, "You know what? Dick wanted me to like, be the the link to the old Titans team, and I wasn't really ready. But you know what? Now I need to do that. So no more lies, no more secrets. Um, uh, this is what I'm going to be. And you know, Miss Martian even says, "You know, you are a leader. You are the. I mean, I may be the Justice League liaison, but you're here to lead me just as much as anyone else." Right, it's no different than with with Dick, right? Mm. But because Dick doesn't have that chip on his shoulder that this is my team, or he did have that chip on his shoulder, Donna doesn't. So it's a little bit different, and I and I like that. 
Yeah. Um, I I like that. And then, of course, Donna admits that she was at Roy's funeral. And then they all be, what? They all kind of freak out a little bit. Um, that apparently happened a few days before Dick was shot. Terrible week for the Titans. Yeah, not a great, not a great week for Titans. Right. Uh, they're having a bad time. Um, and, and, oh, and Matt, I guess Roy Matt, wasn't... Matt, your mic. Your mic's gone. <clears throat> oh, it's so bad every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do you say, Matt? But it shows you that Roy wasn't that close with anyone else on the Titans. The fact that none of them... Like, Beast Boy wasn't at the funeral? Yeah, because like... he wasn't on their Titans. At least not traditionally. No. So, you know... And, like, cer- and just... certainly not in, like, any recent continuity that we've, you know, we've been dealing right. with. Um, so. so, I mean, it makes sense, but they're all kind of shocked, but... Uh, so, and it ends, because we knew it was coming, but it ends with, you know, they, they finally get the the distress speaking it up and running again after Beast Boy trashed it by yep. accident, and uh, Kyle shows up at the end, saying, oh, cool distress speaking guys, do you need help? Yep. Um, yeah, which is what you kind of guessed how he was going to yeah. come in. Which so, is cool. Which is cool. I like I like the, the Donner-Kyle, you know, yeah. um, dynamic. I don't, I don't know if they'll hit on it, because I don't know if that's still continuity. I don't know if Abnett's going to do his own thing with it. Like, Donna is in a vulnerable place, so... I feel like... Obviously, we always criticise comic covers for not being accurate to what's in the book, yeah. right? And to be fair, the main one does kind of come up when Donna starts talking about the team and what, what the Titans mm-hmm. means to her, so it's fine. Uh, but the variant cover is, like, Kyle with, like, a green construct car flying them out of the planet, and I'm like... I mean, I suppose it technically sets that up at the end, but this feels more like a next issue thing <laughs> than, yeah. than this one specifically, but... Uh, there you go, so... Um, no, I I, I don't think that Titans is a solid B tier book. That that's basically kind of how I mm-hmm. how I think of it. Um, and I I like Donna stepping up and saying, you know what? No, we are a team, and I'm going to lead this team. And it feels like she should. You know, if Dick's not here, then Donna should be the leader. That 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 is, yeah. you know, it just makes sense. She's yeah. the original Titans member, but, so. Well, yeah, she's she's the legacy. You know, like yeah, that's her team. So. Yeah, so I, I, I like that quite a bit. Um, that, that's what's dealing with all this. Uh, well, I should mention that Raven has like a kind of like a weird psychic flash to her soul self, which is trapped mm-hmm. in a dark place. Right. Um, so. uh, I hope we get back to that, you know, because... Yeah, I feel like we will be soon. You know, uh, the, the guy that she swapped with from the Dungeons and Dragons realm, like... I, I can see there been a plot, an arc here where the, to get back to Earth with Kyle, Um and then if Kyle's going to stick around, I know Kyle was still on the cover for the the February issue, I think. So, or at least was in the solicitation for it. Um, so we'll see, because it, it does go back to single shipping. I'm not sure what month it is, but okay. Uh, I, I think it's it's definitely back to single in February, uh, which makes mm. sense. I wonder why it went to double. I wonder if it was just because it had to line up with everything that was going on for a couple of months. So they thought, oh, we'll we'll speed it back up a little bit again. Maybe, but it definitely feels to me like editorial kind of went on the skids with dick because mm. you know this was setting up to be dick's team and then king has him shot in the head and like yeah. oh well we want this to reverberate across the line and yeah i mean who, so. yeah who knows maybe it was just like oh that that happened that's like hey i need time to plan a whole new thing since dick's not around <laughs> give me yeah give me some time space them yeah. out a bit <laughs> it could just be that i mean it, or it could just be uh um, it was it was just it was always a temporary thing, you know, for a few months right. double shipping. But because um, because I think the last month was the first one there was double shipping. It's not like it's been that long. No. It's, so. 
I don't get it. So hey ho. Uh, but we'll we'll be back. Uh, with I think I think there's two next month. Well, t- actually, technically it's only one because the fourth week's uh. Christmas. On, yeah, on 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 the first of January or the first week of January. Um, but no, uh, no, I did it well enough. Uh, the art I think uh is was pretty good. Uh, Mikhail Jung's solid. Yeah, hey John. Yeah. Uh, the, the shot of Kyle at the end was really nice. Pretty cool. Um, and, and his glorious crab mask, may I add. Mm. Uh, all the stuff with Beast Boy and Miss Martian fighting was good. Um, I like that. Yeah, really good. Uh, I all, love all, Savage Beast Boy. Like that's such a great concept. Yeah. Uh, so no, very little to complain about. Uh, I, I, I dug it a lot. So, uh, Matt, what you what you what are you think? It's a seven five. Pretty 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 solid, but yeah, you know. I will concur with the seven five. I think that's kind of where this book's sort of sitting, which is a nice place because I think it's higher than what it was uh, back in the first few arcs of the book. Um, oh, easy, yeah, easy, easy. This is, this is a lot more comfortable, uh, which will take us on anyway to uh, more Dan Abnett, uh, although this time with Jack Herbert uh, for the Silencer issue eleven. And Jack Herbert, I'm sure I've spoken about before, and I'm pretty sure I said the exact same thing last time his name came up. But I went into this going, oh, it's not. Um, uh, you know, Bogdanovich or whoever else was just on this book. I was like, oh, oh is the art going to dip? And then, I, you know, after a few pages, I went, no, this art's actually still really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess who, Herbert's good. Who was good. it we said that about, like, a, last week or the week before? Yeah, there was someone a couple of weeks ago who it was like, oh, we thought it was going to be a dip because we'd never heard it, of the guy. It, and it, was it like, wasn't this guy, was it? I don't think it was. That that's would be really bad if this was the guy that we said the same thing about a few weeks ago. That would be really bad. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to check his DC credits. I can't see. remember what book it was though, so I can't even just check what issue we're talking about. No, I can't either. Some someone will know better than us. Yeah, no, it was because yeah. it was like a fill-in artist for one issue or something. Yeah, no, I don't see anything crazy recent on his list. He was uh he was he did Titans Hunt apparently, did uh, okay. he, he did the Silence Annual, so could have been. Um, Do you know? Yeah. What? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Just, that's even worse. If it was a silencer annual, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember. Someone who remembers us saying that, by all means, let us know in the comments. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming our listeners pay more attention than than we do to each other. I would yeah, because I'm riveted right now. Because I'm sure there's a reason they're listening. Because I don't pay attention to half the stuff that Matt and Pete say. Shake your face, Matt. <laughs> Okay, so so Silencer is in the snow. She's got um, Quietus and then the, the dude who turned into a beast. And they're going Big through dog this. Thing. Yeah, they're going through the snow to get to the, the place where um, Talia is. Or where, they, I mean, they think she's still going to be going to Lazarus Pit. Obviously, when they get yeah, there, they yeah, find out. Yeah, like, oh, let's go to a fortress. Yeah. And they end up having a bit of fight with some robots, and it's kind of fun. Uh, solid action. And then they eventually get there, and the whole thing is, is that they're ready to, you know, hunt, hunt her down, and then it turns out that all of Leviathan's there, like every single member who still exists is there, and then Talia walks out, and like so many of them are there to either pledge allegiance or to kill her, and all these like you know laser sights all hit her, and she's like, "You could kill me. I mean, there's nothing to stop you from killing me right now, but here's the thing: has Leviathan accomplished anything with me gone? Like." When all you, you just descended into chaos fighting each other. Yeah, all, all this infighting, all this, like, you know, grabbing for the crown or the throne. Like, have you accomplished anything? Has Leviathan been effective at all? 
and basically everyone says, you know what, she's kind of right, and they all start saying Hail Leviathan, with the exception of one, and I actually, I love that final page, because the final page is like, it's just, the, it's the crowd looking at Talia, and Talia says there's always one, and you can just, the art's just subtle enough to make, uh, to make, you know, honor stand out to, to make silence stand it's, out in the crowd do you know what it is it's everyone else has got just a slightly faded tint to the color work yeah um but uh but she's got just a, an extra outline around her in the inks like an extra layer and then the colors pop just that touch yeah. same with talia at the front it almost feels like a spotlight almost it does, almost it's a really subtle spotlight but it's there uh, I really liked the uh, what this did. It's a really simple issue and what it's doing. It's just no, no. Leviathan is sticking around. Talia's back. It's going to be stronger than ever, but Honor's not going to do this. So he's like, no, I'm I'm out. Like if I have to fight through all these assholes to get to you, I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> yeah. No moment of the issue though is definitely when Talia steps out and she's like, no, no more fighting. War's over, and everyone just stops and looks at her. Hmm. Um, so no, I I really like what this is doing in terms of building up Talia as kind of the the nemesis almost of 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 Silencer, um, and I also like the the cutaway to her husband who who thinks she's dead and is trying to find confirmation that she was in the hotel that blew up, yeah. or got crushed, and he's really frustrated and upset and Silencer's like, like how am I going to tell the kid? Yeah, she she Silencer's monologuing to herself that she feels bad that they probably think she's dead right now, but she has to deal with this first, <laughs> so that Talia yeah. is not a threat anymore. So, no, um, no. Silence has been really solid. I actually think it's getting better as it goes. I think, and at least yeah. in terms of plot, I think it's the best it's been. Like in terms of, I agree. Yeah. It spent so much time building up, like you know, Talia, you know, not letting her leave Leviathan, her wanting out, her coming here to kill Talia. But now Talia's stronger than ever. Like she's she's reunited the entire team. The, this, the group. this might be my favorite of the uh, the New Age books, over Terrifics even. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue it that much on it. I don't know if I'd say that, but I can't argue it that much. It's just been really solid, like, and I'm really feeling the plot. Uh, it feels like it's terrific. Has been good, don't get me wrong, but at times it's kind of felt like okay, we do a little bit too much of like, hey, Marvel, look at this, right? Whereas this is just no, no, this this isn't doing the a lot of these books where this is the the DC version of Marvel concept. Because this one doesn't really feel like it's doing that. It feels no. original enough that it's just doing its own thing that happened to be bundled in the same line as everything else. Yeah, um, no, I'm digging it a lot. And it feels like it's own little corner of the universe as well, which is why I think it partly works. Yeah, and obviously it feels much more ingrained compared to, you know, like Brimstone and Damage. This is, no, this is Talia and Levi- Levi- Leviathan. Like, we know these things. Yeah, yeah. Um... And she has one of the best original concepts. The whole the whole quiet bubble thing is actually yeah, really cool. Yeah, so good. So, um, yeah, re- really, really simple issue, but really effective in what it's doing. Re- really good co- storytelling in the comics. Like we said, the coloring, making, making Silencer stand out in that last page is really effective. And it, yeah. but it sets up that despite all this noise, despite all this extra cluttering characters, it's about these two. It's about Silencer and Talia. Yeah. Um. And that's really effective. So, um, that sounds is very good. So, uh, what are you giving it? Um, just about scrapes an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to give it that. So, there you go. Uh, and Matt's even more tempted to go back and and catch mm-hmm. up. I mean, I was tempted at the Superman uh, yeah. arc. 
I, I, I feel know. I feel like the fact that we we keep consistently saying that it's getting better as it goes is is always a good sign. Well, well yeah, there's that too, and it, and the fact that it's staying around. Like all the other books yeah. are slowly going the way of the buffalo, and you just, you you just have to get past that GRGR art for the first few issues. Yeah, it's only like three yeah. issues though, isn't it? Yeah, it's three yeah. issues. There's yeah. only three issues. I, I I can do that, so I I might, you know, might talk to my shop because I like to give out homework. Mm. So I think the first trade's out. So I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, the first trade's out. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I think it was in the the sale on uh, you know the the comicsology Black Friday sale. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, that, that's the last book of the week, which does mean that we are onto the, the the best stuff of the week part of the show, which is the worst way I could have possibly have said that. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're going to do favorite panel slash moment. We're going to do favorite cover, favorite art, and our top five books of the week. So that is what we're going to do. So we'll start off with panel slash moment. Matt, what do you have? Mine's definitely from Heroes in Crisis. And it's <laughs> Booster talking with himself and arguing. That, for whatever reason, that made such an impact on me. Yeah, I uh, can't fault that. Uh, Connor? Um, mine's actually from Wonder Woman. It's that, that moment with the, just the, the silhouette of the axe on the ground. Just that, the, the, the weight of the extra moment uh, mm. and the pacing kind of solidified the issue. Yeah, that, that book does have very good pacing. It did. Mm. Um, I, I'm torn between a few things, actually. Um, I do like some of the Wally stuff in Heroes in Crisis. Um, I really dig uh, some of the, 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 the fighting stuff with Superman and Red Cloud in action. I, I think that's a really great few pages mm-hmm. of just, just panels of, of art telling the story. Um, I really like that last page of Silencer as well. Yeah, that's good. So good. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it. I, I feel like Silencer might have had the best last page of the week. I can't argue with that. It might have done, so I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the final page of Silencer. All right. Uh, best cover, Matt? It's the, the Titans variant. With oh, okay. uh, Kyle in the car, it's just a really cool uh, image. I, I was tempted to go with the action variant with Superman like Santa, hmm. um, but I just I, I like the the Titans one a little bit more. That's that's fair. Um, well, it's kind of cool. I've just seen it. Mm-hmm. Connor, um, I just want to give a shout out to the Flash variant, you know, the the, the manga style one. Mm. I really like that. Ooh. I don't like it. Oh, I do. I think it's 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 unique. But I'm gonna go with the Wonder Woman variant. I know it's an uh, easy version. option, but what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to be boring here and pick a really obvious choice, but the Middleton Batgirl variant, like. <laughs> it's good. I, I like. I'd like the the Murphy normal cover too. Yeah, the Murphy um, one's good as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like it's not my favorite of these covers for Batgirl. The one in the clock tower, the laptop, is like still my phone background. It is yeah, gorgeous, I think this is but... maybe my least favorite Middleton cover in the last few months. But I mean, pretty high bar. This is yeah, that. it's still pretty damn good. I mean, do you know the thing it's, it's got like it's, it's just like a painting of Batgirl, right? Because the whole of the issue deals with an art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the frame of the painting looks basically photo real. Hmm. Yeah. It does. It, it looks real. Um, and then, you know, and obviously it's a piece of art, so the art of Batgirl also kind of looks photo real in a way, if that makes sense. 
Because maybe looks, a, yeah, it's maybe it a painting. Like, it does look like the rest of his covers, just with an extra little, uh, not quite a filter, but it's it's more pixely almost to see the art, uh, the the paint dots. Yeah, yeah, it's like a canvas kind of texture to it. Yeah. Um. So you know. Um. Yeah, but Batgirl takes my my cover. Uh. So best art of the week, Matt. What are you thinking? So this is, I mean, in a week we're at Heroes in Crisis. Um. It's going to be weird for me to go with action, but I really like the Sook art. Uh, you talked about yeah, so- the action sequences with versus Red Cloud. I thought that the stuff with the gangsters and the... the Question. Um, well, there was that, but also in, in the, 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 the silo yeah, yeah, tank. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I thought that was all really well done because it was shadowy, but you still could see everything that was going on. Like It just felt proper. But yeah, that, that art really really a fan of yeah no i'll uh i can get on board with that um it's really good i'm still gonna pick heroes in crisis i think overall mm-hmm. but uh <coughs> pardon me sick was probably number two connor uh for, for me actually it boils down to two books it boils down to detective comics and wonder woman mm-hmm. um for me those are the the standouts uh heroes in crisis is still very good and that's probably third um yeah, one of them is good uh, I mean, we never actually spoke about it much, but Silence's art was really. I mean, obviously we had the whole thing at the start, but yeah, everything with her in the snow, gorgeous. And the first half was, yeah. was beautiful. I can't fault it. Um, it doesn't it just just doesn't quite get to the level of some of the other books, but it's still very good. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman just because it has that extra level of expressiveness that that uh, but a real great sense of motion as well. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the worst art of the week is probably Drowned there just because it's so haphazard between... Yeah, yeah individually, none of the artists are bad, but yeah. as a book, it's a bad book of art. Yeah. Uh, so, cool. Uh, what's these your top five books of the week? Matt, has So, number one, Action Comics. Number two, Heroes in Crisis. Number three, The Flash. Number four, I'm trying to remember what I scored everything. <laughs> Uh, number four, Odyssey. Number five, let's see the Batgirl or Wonder Woman. Let's go Batgirl. Connor. Uh, number one's Wonder Woman. Number two is the Silencer. Three is Batgirl. Four, Justice League Odyssey. And five... Flash. Okay. I'm gonna is a really hard week. I'm looking at this list of eleven freaking books that I read, and I'm like, you know, what, what, you know, I think Action Comics is number one. Hmm? I think I'm going to say Wonder Woman number two, and then I'm going to say, um, Heroes in Crisis at number three. And Batgirl number four, and then Silence at number five. I'm leaving some good stuff off there, though. Jeez, mm. it was a good week. You know what? I, I mm-hmm. actually had a really solid week of books. You know, out of eleven books, Detective was the the weak link for sure. So you know, yep, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, all right. So tell you what's coming next week. Then is what I usually do at this point. 
And hot off the presses, I, I saw this on Twitter because I because originally I think Doomsday Clock did get pushed to week two of December, yeah. but uh, it's actually coming out next week. So Doomsday Clock issue eight um, is out next week. So that'll be the main event of the show. Uh, and then we also have Shazam issue one, as the guys pointed out earlier on. Uh, mm-hmm. Also really exciting. Uh, then we have Justice League 13. We have the Green Lantern issue 2. We have Green Arrow 47. We have Martian Manhunter issue 1. We have Adventures of Super Sons issue 5. Uh, and then also, uh, which we will not be covering, uh, Deathstroke 38 uh, has been dropped by everyone now. Um, yep. Curse of Brimstone's out. Harley Quinn 55. Nightwing 54. Red Hood Outlaw 29. Suicide Squad Black Files 2. And The Unexpected issue 7. Which I believe is the penultimate issue of The Unexpected. I'm shocked it's at issue seven already. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected, you might say. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> oh dear. I'm I'm really looking forward to Shazam. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to Doomsday Clock. Marshallman, and I don't know. I don't. It's, it's a wild card. Yeah. I feel like there's a potential I could hate it. It's a wild card. But yeah. we're giving Orlando an all chance, though. We we want to like this one, so. By all yeah. means, do it. I, I like the concept of it. I like that he's paying the reason he comes in as a hero says he's a corrupt cop back on Mars. So anything yeah. that anything that ex- expands Martian Manhunter's you know mythos, like what he was before he came here, I'm a fan of. Yeah, uh, and given that there's eight books instead of eleven, we don't have to feel bad when we spend an hour on Doomsday Clock. So that's nice. Because because they could have put Doomsday Clock on a week two or a week four. You mean like normal? Uh, like normal, yeah. yes. That, so this is actually kind of nice. That variant, too, is the one I've been waiting for. Which one is it? Uh, it's uh, Doomsday Clock. It's It's got the marionettes of Superman in Manhattan. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ever since that image came out in black and white, I've been waiting. Yeah, so. I will say DC is still being a bit of big dicks about week two, because uh, the, uh, the, the Batman who laughs, I think, is week two. I'm like, mm. really? Did you have to? Yeah, week three would have been a nice week for that, DC. Yeah. Week three has like five books right now that we all do. Um, I mean, that's where it was solicited anyway. Maybe they change their minds. It happens. <laughs> so, you know. Um, well, one of the neat things, though, is normally we have to record uh, an extra episode for end of year re- awards. Well, we're still going to do that, but normally we have to fix, fi- you know, squeeze that into the schedule on top of the regular stuff. Because mm. they're taking a week off at the end of the month, That'll just be our regular episode that week. Yeah, that, is, the that is actually pretty unusual for, for DC to do that. Yeah, but it's they convenient for just... us, so I'll just, take uh, it. I haven't just obviously next week's Green Arrow. Is that the, the last issue of the Bensons, or have they got one more after I th- that? I think so. Yeah, I think it's the last one. Okay, so that'll be a little bit of a discussion as well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, last issue of the Benjamins, uh, second issue of Morrison's Green Lantern. So there's, there's things, things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing compares to Doomsday Clock and Shazam, though. Those are the big, yeah. big hitters. Justice League. Justice League continues. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Justice League. We got a new art. Villains issue. Sure. So. Uh, villains issue first. Yeah. Has a really good variant cover. As it does. Oh, yeah. uh, that's, that is the show, though. So uh, I am left to. to request or suggest that, that everyone enjoying the show head over to patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do um, get some bonus stuff for your for your for your time and effort and most yeah, importantly bonus some money episodes. 
bonus episode, yes. Uh, me and Carl just did Superman Earth 2, and oh boy! Yes, uh, the vo- volume 2, that is. Volume 2, yes. Uh, did I say Earth 2? You said Earth 2, yeah. yeah. Earth, one, Earth, Earth 1, volume 2. I think I did that in the show as well. I, I, I abbreviated it to... So, so yeah, is it is it easier to read than volume one? No, 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 no. Told you you didn't make it through volume one, Pete. Yeah, Matt, there are pages in this. I was actually, there was like a map meter throughout the episode where we were talking about it, where this would make Matt rage quit, then this page would make him rage quit, and then this page would make him rage quit. Oh, boy. It is head and shoulders worse than book one. Book one is not good, but it's readable. I mean, I, I found it readable. Matt clearly didn't. Book two is atrocious. I don't think book one's badly written. It's just horribly written f- because it's Superman. Like, if it was different characters, the, the the flow of the story was fine. If that makes sense. Now I know why Jared sent them to me free of charge. Because he just wanted that curse out of his house. <laughs> we said that. We said it, it wasn't really a gift. It was a punishment. He just didn't yes, want to make yes. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so you get you get bonus episodes at the five dollar tier. Um, there will be a return of Peter's Pillbox at the one dollar tier uh, soon, which is just me sort of going issue by issue on some old runs uh, and sort of you know recapping them, giving some thoughts on them uh, as an audio only show. Uh, that's coming back soon. Um, but yeah, have a look at Patreon uh, and see how you feel. Um, but of course, you can support us in other ways by liking, subscribing. Uh, these things are very important on YouTube because they drive the the, the analytics and the recommend us when people want new podcasts there you go that's something you can do too uh and rate is well and whatever podcast service you use but whatever that that does help yeah yes mm-hmm. but uh yeah do, do all that um and otherwise that is that is us so uh yeah like subscribe usual things and uh get us on twitter of course at dc comics podcast uh, you get updates on there and so on and so forth um so yeah, uh, but that is that's is the show. That's episode one one hundred thirty two, I believe, of the show. Sure, that sounds right. This is the part where I usually go and double, double check. check and go, yep, double check. Uh, uh, yep, yep, one three two. Again, again. Every every week, you you kind of make a guess that you think's right, and it always seems to be that you'll get it wrong eventually. Never. All right, that is uh, that is this show. That has been caught from the multiverse. Uh, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC comics, guys, and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Hey, and long live the Legion.